I'm Tyler, Woody, no Harrelson, Dennery. I'm Connor, your favorite bald bearded antagonist, Hanson. <laughs> Wait, did you just did you just come off of what I just said? Or uh, no, that was my always it? planned one. We both have Woody Woody ones. I know, I thought that was funny. And I'm Rachel. Didn't know we were making up nicknames. <laughs> Do you want one? Well, well, I feel like I missed those. Oh, I'm sorry. Now. I'm well, sorry. We the train is closed. down the way, and I'm like, I should have bought a ticket. No! The train full of gasoline that will blow all of us up. All right. <laughs> survivor. Highway to hell, baby. Put me on a horse and I'll survive until I die at the promised land. <laughs> they call her no nickname. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes people really want a nickname, other times they don't. So I guess we should just, going forward, I think we should definitely make a rule work. I feel like sometimes we ask and sometimes we forget to. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody wants a nickname. Nobody wants a bad nickname. Oh, good point. So... If yeah. people are rejecting your nicknames, maybe. Well, we make them make them up. <laughs> yeah, we, we assign nicknames to our guests. <laughs> Some of them are so mean. <laughs> Cross-eyed Larry was on. <laughs> Larry wasn't you even look like a four eyes. <laughs> and you look like a Dora the Explorer. This way, sir. We had Jason Big Dumb Nerd on. No. <laughs> I, uh, now I feel bad about my nickname. But it's only because it's a callback... What do you know, Harrelson? Oh. No, it? it's great. No, that, it was, I thought it was funny, yeah. yeah. I think I've said yeah. it on here before, but because we just so. have so much uh, talk about Woody Harrelson's hair pieces and how much he loves them. Oh, yes. yeah. Which I do want to <laughs> go back to later in this episode. We'll be able to talk about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to talk about that all the way. For sure. Uh, we thought with Don the Planet of the Apes that we would have, like, not much, like, we really like the movie, but it's, like, you know, a pretty uh, heavy movie. Grim. Yeah. And so is mm-hmm. this one, but I think we'll have, like, we ended up having a lot of fun still on that episode, and I think we will still hear, but... I mean, there's hopefully. so much fun to talk about, about, like, an ape torture camp. <laughs> there it is. Oh. No? Before, like, Give yeah. me a torture camp. <laughs> and a bottle of wine. And I'll be just fine. <laughs> that is my evening, sir. That's the beginning of, like, a country song, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, they were like, hey, you want to watch more? And I'm like... Are there any torture camps in it? Like, <laughs> How many monkeys? Oh, there are? I'm in! Let's go! How many monkeys now? die in this? Yeah. Do you think apes in the, the apes invented like some sort of alcohol in this or found a way to like... Like they gotta have like fermented banana alcohol or something, right? <laughs> can you turn bananas alcoholic? I That's the question. I think you can turn any fruit alcoholic. That's kinda, one right? way to get peeled. <laughs> hey! Yeah, you fit right in. There it is. <laughs> But yeah, if we're ever uh, at any point in this episode, Rachel, like being too stupid while we're talking about a serious movie, just stop us. Yeah, once I get really, really deep into my theology yeah. of the apes. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. No jokes at that point. Yeah, and then we crack That's a joke it. and you're like, I'm leaving. Shall not joke, <laughs> ape shall, human may not make joke at ape. I believe that's one of the rules. Yeah. Yeah. At least for this episode. Human, no pun, human. Human, yeah. no pun, other human. Yeah. But before we get into the movie proper, which I guess I didn't totally say the name of yet, War for the Planet of the Apes, which until I like was watching this movie and looking at like eight different tabs with the name on it, I was thought it was called War of the Planet of the Apes, but it's called War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, you know, I, I had that revelation mm-hmm. as well when the title came up. Yeah. I was like, War of the Affordia. Hmm, cool. Oh, they are fighting for their world. They are. Yes. For their, their planet. For the, the apes, planet. as somebody says in this movie. <laughs> it will be a movie. planet of apes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. But before we get into deep witty talk, uh, we have to do our usual segment of What is New? Where? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
we need one episode where there's like ten guests. <laughs> like, bam, woo, wee, yay! Alright, I guess we can just pull the audio. <laughs> we can just pull the audio clips from each episode and keep adding it. Just crowd it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, just that might be great. Walla, the whole intro. <laughs> But it's what is new, our, our usual segment of uh, just anything new that we've been consuming, basically, uh, more right. media-wise. You could also talk about food, but oh, yeah, and TV. Awesome pizza. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Well, you could both. You could be eating an awesome pizza while talking about we'll while talking about it right now. Now, uh, TV, <laughs> movies. Look, look something up. <laughs> Books. Pop open the old letterbox here. Yeah, there you go. An intelligent this, uh, conversation. I oh. should have. I think I realized I should send a, a sheet to guests as well. A little one of, sheet. To yeah, for? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. any preparation whatsoever instead of throwing you on the spot. I'm actually just happy right now because when you said Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I was like, oh, did I think we were doing the wrong? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so ready to talk about war. Dawn. Like I'm there. But like, like, shit, damn, <laughs> these notes I, are I, useless. I considered the last few days different. Let me just scratch yeah. this. Yeah, no. Just That's cross out war. Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, and I'll be like, so when? Hmm, no. Hmm, this. <laughs> no. Hmm. So the albino gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> so there's still apes in this. <laughs> Not to mention I asked you to be on like a month ago and you're like two weeks ago. You're like, oh, I'm watching you right now. I was. Like, yeah. I was. I'm, like, oh, I'm so reschedule. ready. This gotta weekend, reschedule. right? And you're like two weekends from now. I was like, cool. <laughs> I can stretch this out. So do you watch this in like bite-sized chunks? Yeah. Well, you know, let's just say I had a lot of time to consume a lot of Planet of the Apes in Great. that amount of time. So. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Y'all want to talk about Conquest of the Apes? We can go there now. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's a thing? Oh, man. Yeah. I mentioned... That uh, was a thing in 1973. Shit. Yeah. Back in time. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> want to get the plot lines. It does go time travel? It does yeah. time yeah, yeah, yeah. travel. <laughs> Is this the one with the nuclear men that live underground, Tyler? No, that's no, the second that's, one. That's oh, okay. the second one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's where it gets. There's so much planet. (laughs) There's so much planet of the apes lore. I feel like I need to know. There's so much. There is, but there's a lot to dive into. But first, let's talk about (laughs) any new media. No, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Here we go. Focus. No, we'll talk about all this very soon. Connery, what's new with you? What's new with me? Well, I just, this is probably old news by the time this episode comes out, but I watched the In the Heights movie that was released. Old yeah. news. I don't care anymore. Yeah, bogus losers. <laughs> that was weeks ago. Yeah, it's stupid now. Yeah. You've only been waiting years, Connery, for this movie. <laughs> years. <laughs> Which is why we've all seen it. No, 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 no. It's okay. No, nobody's seen it. Um, I saw half of it. Really? What'd you think? Yeah. The first half's great. The first half, and you what? <laughs> you're, you're probably better off <laughs> stopping right there, no! because the first half is great, the second half lags and is boring. Stop! Yes. I like the swimming pool scene, where it's like, splash, splash, that's like one. Singing. That's like one of the last good parts, 96,000. It's like one of the last parts where you're like, this is great! Oh and it turns into like, I, oh. Do I know how to make an exit or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I mean if only all bad movies were only bad in the second half so you could watch the first half first yeah. you know yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I'm talking like somebody one of the people who's like oh the book is better than the movie but like I, I saw the musical is much better than the than the oh, movie yeah. there's a lot of stuff taken out of it that I really miss um, I don't know what spoilers but Nina has a mother in In the Heights and they killed her off in it to <laughs> have her dad be I don't know more sad and yeah. What else? There's a couple songs they cut out, too, that's a bit of a bummer. They kind of switch up Abuela winning, winning the lottery or not, and 
Well, didn't know who won the lottery. It's okay. He, he says Guess nobody I won, and now. Abuela wins the lottery in the show. Sorry. Oh, but, hey, yeah. Abuela. <laughs> yeah, she wins. Right. Like and her and Husnavi have, so have a whole, like, plan in the musical, like, oh, we're going to, like, we're going to both, they both want to escape to the Dominican Republic and start over. And Sonny doesn't really have a whole thing with, like, getting a green card and stuff like that. He kind of is just established in New York already. I think he's right. a little older in the musical, but they make him, like, a teenager in this, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, Where did you see the musical? I saw the musical at the lovely Pantages Theater. Oh, the Pantages! <laughs> the, like, the only the one Pantages in town? Theater. One of the only good LA theaters in town. Literally. <laughs> Have yeah. either of you been to a different theater for... Amundsen. Yes. Amundsen, Amundsen, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel so cultured. Where is that? <laughs> I think Long Beach? Yeah. No! No? It's LA. Right. It's like, you You're know, right. next to the Water District building. Yeah, with yeah. The, with the... Moat mm-hmm. that has been dry for oh, like two years. Like, yeah. And s- is also, fun fact, a filming location for Inception. Ooh. If you ever want to do a little touring downtown. Nice. Yes. We I should... think I saw A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder there. That was fun. Oh, fun. Yeah. I saw my, my very first play there. Really? In high school. We drove all the way down here to see much. Oh, wait, no, not much to do about nothing. It was uh, Importance of Being Earnest. Oh, sick. Yeah. Great. Nice. So that's basically new with me. Um, in the Heights, uh, the musical is the, so the musical is great. The movie to me is okay, but if you've never seen the musical before, it's a great time. So awesome. you won't have to suffer any of the pain that I do. <laughs> I think I have to see it just because Bail Organa himself is in it. Yeah, he doesn't sing in it. Oh, Jimmy Smits. He has a the character has a really great song that he could have sang, but they cut it out. So maybe Bail Organa can't sing. <laughs> but it's even a talk song, so it's like. He, he could he could talk that through. There's a lot of talk singing in the first half. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bail Organa just didn't want to sing a song called Useless, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Bail Organa got some things done. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, he escaped. Tyler, what's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about Bail Organa a lot. Um, I, me and recurring guest, Secret Third co-host... Of the franchise. And my significant other, Lily Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started watching, or we watched Conjuring 2. Oh, how was that? Week. And uh, I liked it quite a bit. The first mm-hmm. one I didn't really, it's been a few years, the first one I didn't like very much. And this one kind of, there's still some moments. like Is a lot this the one with the nun in it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of parts that are just like jump scary that like mm-hmm. don't really, it's like not my preferred form of. Or landing yeah. just like the jump scare, like jump scare as like a, as like a thing itself. Like mm-hmm. sometimes those are effective, but just the way they do it in the movie is just very like, not effective for me. It's like kind of silly at points. Yeah, it's but, just kind of like boo. Yeah, or they like undercrank the camera and stuff like uh, that. So it's all like, <laughs> so people can uh, understand what that means through. <laughs> just make your own visualization for that sound. Everyone. I got it. <laughs> the camera's shaking, it's running around in the theater, I'm so scared, crying, like, snot. Wait a second, is that undercranked? <laughs> undercranked? <laughs> like, don't talk about my crank! Everyone, everyone knows what that means. <laughs> yeah, man! It's in the camera's juttery. Uh, I love these of, insider parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it again when we talk about Resident Evil 2. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the whole movie's Perfect. like that. Um, I'm so excited for that. What else? Tyler? I'm saying. Oh no. So I mean, but overall, I like the movie a lot. Yeah. I like how it focuses a lot on the couple's just like relationship as like <laughs> married people who are also paranormal investigators. I like right. all that stuff a lot. Just um, I feel at certain points I'm like, oh, for me at least, it would have been scarier if like they just kept suspending like somebody coming out very slow and everything, or just like hovering towards you, but then Ooh. all of a sudden it goes like really fast <laughs> and up and close. I'm uh. like. 
But it's also the highest grossing like horror franchise, I think, yeah. ever. Yeah. I saw an Sony article Factor. with so, like I mean it's definitely knows what it's doing. Yeah, I saw like sorry, I saw like a, no no problem. I was interrupting you. Um, but I need to say this. <laughs> <laughs> but what he has to say is more important, so just stop. <laughs> but I, I saw an article, I think, from like Polygon saying like, Oh, the conjuring could defeat the Avengers in its own special way. And I was like what? I was like, I don't know what insane person wrote that because I don't know, but I was like, interesting. Who compared those? <laughs> I don't. I didn't read the author of the article. It was pretty ridiculous, though. Okay. <laughs> the board board. I was just like, is is there like fifty Conjuring movies coming out? Like, what is Blumhouse doing <laughs> behind the scenes? They're just gonna start cranking them out. The third one just came out. Cranking them down. Under under cranking. Under cranking them. Dang it! Oh Everyone just forget Blumhouse that. Blumhouse is back there under cranking. <laughs> <whole series, laughs> no. <laughs> Next thing you know, coming next fall, The Conjuring 6. It's just like vibrating the entire time. It literally makes you sick to look at the screen. Audiences call it unwatchable. <laughs> Along with The Nun, did she do it or did she not? Find out on The Conjuring 7. She uh, did it. Yeah, she did it. Rachel, what's new with you? Jeez, uh, man, I've been watching a fair bit of Planet of the Apes lately, so oh. let's fast forward past that, see what else I've been watching, and I'm disappointingly looking at my letterbox saying I haven't watched a lot lately. Uh, and the last big thing I did check out was Cruella. Oh, how was that? Uh, first of all, not a lot of people are watching it, which I no. think everyone's just tuned out of that Disney making mm -hmm. the revamp thing. Yeah. Which is so funny because there was such an audience for it when it first came, you know, when it first started happening. Yeah. And we all were like, we're not really here for this, but we're going to mm -hmm. go see it anyway. Like Maleficent? Yeah, yeah. Like Maleficent. Mm -hmm. And then there was like Jungle Book, like, right. and everything like, and, uh, all of the remakes. And Aladdin, I feel like, mm -hmm. is where people really started to fall off. Now, Cruella, um... I, watching trailers, was, like, not super into the casting. Yeah. Like, her as Corella was not mm -hmm. my favorite decision. Um, watching it, you know what? Super fun. Yeah. Like, Disney, just, yeah, if you're gonna make a revamp movie, this was a fun way to do it. It's mm -hmm. really different. It's yeah. got, like, fun characters in it. Nice. It, it moves a lot, and it's colorful, and she's super wacky. And, uh, yeah, I think she goes from, like, her to Corella really fast. Ooh. But uh, other than that, I mean, it was a fun little watch. And then nice. I've been checking out probably some older stuff lately, too. Let us have it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched War of the Roses recently. I don't even know what with, that is. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody told me about it years ago and then finally like tracked it down. Mm. It's Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas and they're like oh, a shit. married couple who are just like at each other's throats and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a... Money Pit meets like, <laughs> uh, what's that? What's that one with Meryl Streep and they're getting divorced? And oh, Tyler, you know this one was with, with Alec Baldwin. Kramer versus Kramer and the Money Pit kind of like put together in this wacky sort of let's kill each other but I love you so much kind of movie. That's so, fun. Yeah, so you know, I wouldn't pay for it, but if you ever see it around. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> it was fun, it was great, but I don't want to be like this and then somebody go out and track it down and watch it and be like. That sounds like a two and a half star experience. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a solid three. Oh, okay. Wanna, like, you know, just have a good night and yeah. put on a weird movie you've never seen. I know, I know Danny DeVito directed it. He, he, he did? He directed it. And he what? plays this lawyer in it who's just like, well, kid, when <laughs> I was younger, this is a story that happened to me and some people I knew. And that's like <laughs> what sets the movie up. That's pretty great. So yeah, so we get some, some really like smoky DeVito through most of the movie. 
He also yeah. did Matilda and Death of Smoochie, both of which I should revisit. He directed but, both of those? Yeah. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Death of Smoochie's a fun one. Oh, yeah. Man. I haven't seen it in like a decade, but it was always on Comedy Central. I think you made me watch Death of Smoochie. Really? Yeah. Friends come in all colors. It's true. Is that from it? Yes. <laughs> I think I replaced that stuff out of my brain. Robert Williams sings it. I don't know why. I'll never forget that song. It's like, all the colors of rainbow from mob to blue. Oh, he's like Mr. Rainbow or something, yeah, isn't yeah. he? Yes, okay. Yeah. Nice. Wacky movie. Edward Norton, angry right now. Edward Norton. Angry right now? He's still angry. Isn't he always kind of angry? He's kind of an odd one, isn't he? Well, he's the Hulk, so he's always angry. Yeah. yeah. I just thought you said angry right now, so that's why I said it. Angry right now. I was like, what? What happened? I'm in this new kick of, like, saying my emotions out loud. <laughs> <laughs> just in a passive way. Chortle. You've been writing yeah. too many screenplays where you just... Yeah, looks off to the left. He peers out the window, sees the tree. The biggest problem is that you're looking off to the right right now. He's not doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's following lying. his own stage direction. This is so me. You don't even know, Rachel. I'm not even following my own stage direction. It's like meta, but it's not happening. It's like meta, but bad. <laughs> I gotta see uh, Alita Battle Angel 2 just for oh, Edward man. Norton's performance. He's in that? He's like at the very end of the first movie. Is he an evil He's like wearing robot? a mask. Oh, he's yeah. wearing a mask. Is there yeah. Alita Battle Angel 2? No. I, I hope so. That. Mm, we but, all need money from time to time. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Although I did hear a lot of people talk Alita the Battle Angel up. I mm -hmm. just never saw it. I liked it. Yeah. I watched it too. It, yeah. it, was a fun, it was a fun movie. I was surprised. But I, I mean, like, his character is definitely like a paycheck kind of thing. <laughs> like he's barely in it. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. It's like, what if that movie never has a sequel? You still got like a chunk of change from that. From like Seriously? being in it for like two minutes. So oh, I think that's you... talking about it is actually putting money in his pocket. <laughs> that's how it works. No, he You're needs welcome, to sponsor us. Speaking yeah. speaking of things that like weirdly like kind of don't have a sequel but still like are around and exist. Like uh, mm. I recently saw today. Apparently, they announced an Avatar video game. Airbender. No, not not Airbender. That people. Yeah, the blue, the blue ones with the uh, lovely organic ponytails. Yeah, but the, the Avatar's around. We're just not hearing anything about it. Yeah, but like it's <laughs> always been around, but we haven't heard anything this about it. This is the freakiest thing about Avatar for me. Like they film, or they did film for like mm -hmm. four years at Manhattan Beach Studio. Yeah. I would go down there. There's like you know production signs and names mm -hmm. of like what's shooting. There's no whisper of Avatar. There's no signs for anything that might be like a code name for Avatar. Yeah. Nobody knows where they film. They own that lot. Nobody knows where they are. And then they left. James Cameron submerged them all underground in like a big aquatic tank. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere deep, deep in the back lot. Somewhere deep within the yeah. back lot of what studio are they at? It's like if you go to stage 24 and knock on a door six times, a portal will open. You may then scan your retina. The crusted hand of James Cameron lunges out and grabs you by the face and pulls you inside you're never seen again. And that's how casting's done. That's <laughs> The Conjuring 8, the claw of James Cameron. Yeah. James Cameron directs The Conjuring 8. Yes, Tyler? What's it? If it's Conjuring 8, it has to incorporate Fast and Furious somehow. Just because they it have does? so many movies. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Conjuring. Too, too Conjuring, Too Furious. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good. Yeah. This time we're going to eat a whole family of ghosts. Actually, oh. the, the fourth Conjuring is just called Conjuring. It is? Instead of The Conjuring. Wait, are, like, there, because... are, there, are there actually four Conjurings? <laughs> yeah. No, there's going to be what? a fourth one, probably. <laughs> no, there's, well, there's three main Conjurings. I thought they're making another one. Well, I'm sure they are. But I'm just saying the four... 
This is taking they rival they rival the Avengers, Tyler. <laughs> I'm just saying it's called Connery because the fourth Fast and Furious is called Fast and Furious instead of the Fast and the Furious. Oh, so that's what they did oh. to delineate. Okay, now everybody forget this, but don't delete it. Keep this in. What if like for everybody the con- suffer through this? Okay, what about for Conjuring Nine? We the G becomes a nine, so we incorporate uh, the the number in there like every loser does ever. The J Conjuring. Con-Niner? <laughs> Con-Niner? Well, I, I always like force I think the G might be at the end with like the Conjure 9. Oh, Conjure 9. Oh. Conjure 9. I, don't, I really good. like where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> Something about it is off-putting. <laughs> nobody likes it. Why does nobody like my ad ideas? Conjure 9. He is now walking out of the room. <laughs> he walks out of the room. He's throwing a chair. <laughs> is that a, a can of gasoline and a match? <laughs> He's setting himself on fire. <laughs> I have his lines where he says, Goodbye, cruel Goodbye. world. What? He has a crossbow arrow in his side, <laughs> but he can still throw the grenade. <laughs> I look around for a donkey to save my life. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Hang on. Well, I mean, should we talk about the movie or... <laughs> Oh, we're doing that? Well, I mean, <laughs> we don't oh, have to. I just get self-conscious about not talking about the movie for a very long time. But yeah. I mean, the also, episode is as long as short as we need to be, Tyler. Didn't you yeah. learn anything from Beavis and Butthead? Can I say one more thing that I watched? Just Please. Even yeah. though it's like totally going back. No, who cares? Um, so we were going to watch another Conjuring movie, whether it's like the new one or the nun or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and today Lily was just like, I kind of just like want to... I don't want to watch anything, like, too stressful, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> like, just put on something, like, Greenland was on HBO Max. Yeah. Which is, like, that Gerard Butler disaster movie. Oh, okay. And when I not say stressful. that... Not <laughs> stressful. And that was the, the not <laughs> stressful option. I think they're weirdly okay. soothing to her. She likes disaster movies. But that's not the one we watch. She's like, just like a movie like that. And it's not the Gerard Butler disaster movie called Geostorm. It's a different one called Greenland. But the one we watched... <laughs> Which I assumed I just, it wasn't when you said a different name and not Geostorm. I know, but just if you say Gerard Butler disaster movie, you have no idea which one. I, I plug in Geostorm automatically. Like, what was that, Olympus Has Fallen? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But we didn't watch Olympus Has Fallen. We watched White House Down. You <laughs> 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 almost got it! Yeah, so <laughs> which, also, yeah. It's, Loser! It's, it's, it's the White it's House. Yeah. yeah, White House Down. Yeah, I remember that. Is that the one where his, his flag daughter saves the world? Yes. yes. <laughs> Wait, it's like but tw- twirling flag baton daughter? That twirling kind of thing? Twirling flag saves the oh, world. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lily commented already Is she so like spinning times. a pipe bomb? Like, what happens? She's like a, a, a color guard or something. She was a color guard, and being being a color guard, like... Is a big part of the movie. And she loves everything about like the White House. She has all the fun facts and stuff. And Lily's just like already. She's like, this is, she is not a real person. <laughs> uh, Joey, she's Joey King, so she's like I don't know, probably thirteen or fourteen or something okay. like that. She's uh, how does she say the world being being a flag twirler? I haven't gotten to that part. Oh, oh sorry. No, it's okay. Spoilers. <laughs> it's, it's really Spoilers. Nice. <laughs> how does she it's do not it? Like, you does know, she twirl a flag at the end? Or anything? But... <laughs> <laughs> Got ya. <laughs> There's like in, in the beginning they they show her like two or three times like in what, what's the flag troop uh, I don't know the color guard color guard like spinning at her school mm. and she's like peppy high schooler like I'm in the color guard and then like at the very <laughs> end they're in like a helicopter and they need to know where to land and she like grabs an American flag <laughs> and out there, like, spinning it color guard style now and I it know. was like proud of you baby. <laughs> 
Maybe that's not how it happens. I saw this movie in theaters, <laughs> and that's all I remember that's from so it. That's so good. I like this. Even if that's not how it happens, I'm not watching that movie anymore, and I'm just going to keep that in my head. I hope you tell me if that's not how it happens, because if not, the way I've written it is poetic. You formed your own deluded ending to this movie, if that's the case. It's like, the color grade never comes back. What was she on? She's dead the second act. I'm sure it is in there, though, but I'll, I'll let little, you know. Yeah, I'll text little, you once I finish the I'm picturing tonight. the Perfect. biggest American flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like well, it's like on the ground, maybe. She like, picks it up, you know, like saving America's honor. As yeah, well as of course. Ah, oh, the symbolism. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's really important. For those that haven't seen White House Down or haven't seen it in a long time, since it came out or whatever, uh, mm. it's about how uh, white supremacists <laughs> slash extreme right-wing... Uh, people, conspiracy theorists, supported by James Woods, attack and destroy the Capitol building. This is close to real life. Uh, it no, is. No, I don't know what you're talking about. What? No. This huh? is a totally fictional movie, Connery. Oh, I know what I did. I crossed over to it a dimension where wasn't people eerie. are saner. All right. <laughs> yeah. It definitely wasn't eerie at all watching this at present time, where it's just like this exact same thing happened. I was like, haha, this could never happen. <laughs> but, uh, I'm so outlandish. So yeah, there's that weird element to it. Yeah, for sure. And cool. uh, it's it's fine. I'll report yeah. back when I finish it. I'll report back whether she saved the world with a flag. But yeah, she probably I'll report does. back without you finishing it. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I didn't even know where you found it to watch it. It's Hopefully on Peacock. You didn't pay for that. Peacock. <laughs> What's Peacock? Is that uh, is that the not CBS one? The NBC CBS one. All access. Uh, NBC. NBC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many streaming apps, but I just connect yeah. them all to my Letterboxd, what? and it'll tell me when mov- movies are going to be on. What like, thing did you buy a subscription to Peacock for? Uh, it's free. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you I can just get don't a pre- you can get a premium account, or there's a free one with ads. So I'll usually like I just use all the streaming apps basically, and then like Letterboxd will tell me when. This movie to my watch list is on this streaming app, but I still think Peacock maybe has the worst user interface. <laughs> maybe Paramount Plus. They're both pretty bad. You have <laughs> all the streaming like, services I am like, just like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'd rather rent this just because I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> I but deal with it. It's kind of fun for me though, because it's like, oh, I can recommend this library. Like on the podcast, and I guess people so. are like, "Hey, that movie's not on there anymore." I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> oh, <laughs> license dear. agreements are screwing it's a all limited, of us. It's a limited engagement, don't you know? Yeah. Speaking of which, War, War for the Planet of the Apes, I don't think is available anywhere. I just, I think we all had to rent it. Sure is not. Yeah. 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 I'd give it to uh, Jeffy. Jeffy. Jeffy Bezos. Yeah, he's taking that uh-huh. those twelve dollars mm. to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and stay there. <laughs> And then it'll come back, and it'll be a Planet of the Apes. Hey! Wouldn't that be funny if Jeff you... Jeff Bezos is Taylor. <laughs> yeah. You blew it up. He's just standing in front of an Amazon warehouse. Oh, God, you blew it up! <laughs> Sir, that was you and all the uh, water bottles full of pee. They all combusted <laughs> and caught fire. All it took was one stray grenade. <laughs> um, okay, we're getting closer to the movie. <laughs> But, Rachel, what's your personal experience with Planet of the Apes in general? Both these new ones and, like, just in general. Because I know you like the original ones a lot, I too, I do right? like the original ones. I grew up with the original ones, for mm-hmm. sure. But it was definitely, like, uh, they all sort of melded together mm-hmm. in one in my mind from, like, what I'd seen as a kid. As movies do when yeah. you're, like, eight years old. Apes melted them. together strong. Yeah, melted together <laughs> strong. <laughs> strong apes. <laughs> 
but very confusing. <laughs> but the original Planet of the Apes, of course, I'm like much more familiar with because mm-hmm. I've seen that one, you know, over and over a few times. And it was actually like either the last movie I watched last year or first movie I watched this year it was one of my my uh, New Year's Eve movies. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, yeah, you know, end strong on something you know. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, that's good. So yeah, I, I definitely like the old Planet of the Apes. And when the new ones came out, I was like excited to be like, oh, cool, like what new thing is going to happen? And yeah. there was that one in 2001. I don't know if we're going to touch on Is that, that the one? Uh, with the... We can, because I guess yeah. we haven't really talked about it, but... Yeah. This is our last voyage in there for a little while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure, let's just talk about it a little bit, because I'm sure we'll do an episode on it eventually, but it won't be a happy episode. <laughs> so... Yeah. Is this the one with Tim Burton? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. He directed. Yeah. Is it Marky Mark? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Mark Marky and... Marky Mark lands on Earth. Helena... Spoilers. <laughs> Oops. Helena Apum Carter. Yeah, yeah with, oh. her, with her underline, her little guy liner, you know, That's or like fun. 90s. I saw this movie, era. I feel like, like in 2001. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I forgive me if I don't have much memory of it. It's like, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this movie was great. And then everyone's mm. like, no, it's not. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like, uh, what was that? Battlefield Earth. Oh. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, it's very Battlefield Earth meets Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And another movie that I, when I saw it as a kid, I was like, this is so cool. And then watched it later, I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. John Travolta is an alien. <laughs> he already is. Yeah. He doesn't have to act. It's easy transition. <laughs> and you didn't need makeup. <laughs> you just put him on. And you just put like that little thing in his nose so he can breathe. You know? <laughs> hey there, welcome to Earth. Yeah. It's the phenomenon uh, reunion that... We didn't know. want, but needed. Yeah. The Forrest Whitaker and John Travolta. It's not the phenomenon we deserve, but the phenomenon we need right now. Have you guys seen Phenomenon? No. Years ago. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. it. Was it's he an alien, good, or like he it. got hit with alien powers? Yeah, he got like hit with a space rock, and then like space rock. thinks he has powers, but most importantly, there's a very sensual haircut scene played to oh. like romantic music. Um, it's a great movie. We like a sensual haircut, don't we? <laughs> it's probably on on Peacock. I would think. Just, it's the kind it's of place they would keep phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep it locked in the middle of the ocean. Keep it locked <laughs> away in the Watch deep out dark. For those previews, though. <laughs> what what would the ads be? I really would want like color, color code, like the apps, or like the ads apps, the ads <laughs> for the apps as well. The phenomena app is coming out. <laughs> I think more than the movie phenomenon, I remember like the trailers for phenomenon, where we're, which were like the piano. Dun, 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 dun. I feel intelligent. And then he like touches a boy, and it's like. Dun, 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 dun. I don't like. But again, couldn't tell you what it was about. And the boy just says, "Please don't touch me, John Travolta." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Tyler, what are we talking about? I don't know. I've never seen a trailer, but now I want to watch it. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. No, we were talking about Apes. And yes. I only ever watched the first one, really, as a kid. And then the second one was on TV, but I never caught the whole thing of it. Yeah. And then I was working out of town a couple months ago. And whenever I go out of town and, like, staying in a hotel for work, I'll end up watching, like, a certain franchise. Like, last year I was on the road and I was watched all of the Halloween movies. Nice. nice. Like, one through... 12 or whatever, <laughs> whatever they're on, 11, um, and this time I just watched all the old Planet of the Apes because I was covering our guest from the Rise of the Planet of the Apes episode, Kim Lavick, she has a podcast called Flip the Script, and it's about adaptations, mm-hmm. so we read Planet of the Apes and then talked about the original movie and the 2001 movie, <laughs> but then um, 
after that, I just like went ahead and like just plowed through all the other old ones just because I'd never seen them. Yeah, like, they're great. Yeah, yeah, they get really wacky. It's nice. yeah. I really like. Um, is it the what's the third one called? Uh, third one's Escape. Yeah, I yeah. like that one a lot because it's a real like fish out of water comedy uh-huh. about two apes who it, time travel back to like the seventies. They have that whole like getting their new wardrobe montage. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> getting their new wardrobe. Yeah. And then Conquest is like, I mean, you know all this stuff way more than I do, but Conquest is like kind of like the most radical of all the movies. Like, all, all the apes revolt, right? Yeah, the uh, Conquest is like such an interesting, it's like what sci-fi was at that time. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched Conquest, because it's like, it's like 20 years after Escape. So Escape, they like, they like come back to Earth, whatever, and we've got these two like speaking apes that are in our time, 1970. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they are part of human society, and they try on new clothes, and one of them gets knocked up. Guess who? And uh, then they have a kid, and then the next one's about that kid, and his future is like a little bit different. So there's like all these prison scenes with like apes, and just like yeah. hundreds of background and like ape attire, and <laughs> it's so like, oh man, the seventies were a great time to do sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, like really. somebody out there was like, we're gonna get two hundred background and ape attire, and somebody <laughs> else was like, approved. Here's your budget. Connery in. Uh, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Caesar's parents, her name is Cornelius. Oh and my god. Zira, right? Is Zira. It Zira. Zira. But yeah. in War of the Planet of the Apes, for, for, for the Planet of the Apes, yeah. Caesar's son's name is Cornelius. Yes. So they, like, subvert some stuff. But I like that. And stuff. That's cool. But yeah. Did you see all these? But in War of the Planet, what's the last one of the new? Of battle, the for, battle for battle the Planet at, of battle the Apes. Battle of the uh, Caesar's son is named Cornelius. Oh, oh right. all this has happened before, and all this will happen again. It's all happened before. It's so <laughs> different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dawn, and I guess also this movie took the most, I think, from Battle for the Planet of the Apes because oh. in Dawn, there's uh, Caesar fighting that other ape in the tree, and like comparing that to Caesar's fight with Koba in oh, Dawn of the Planet yeah. of the Apes, I'm like, yeah, the seventies one's kind of weak, <laughs> but it's well, also just the effects yeah. of the time and everything. But it also has John Huston as the law lawgiver, so that's cool. <laughs> the lawgiver. He's just like an orangutan that knows all the laws of like human of ape society. That's good. So yeah, he's great. Yeah. Maybe we should get this yeah. out of the way now, Rachel. If you were an ape, you were turned into an ape. Which which breed of ape would you be? I feel like you asked everybody else this question. Really? Yeah. Oh well. Got gorilla, yeah, gorilla and orangutan, and bonobo. Bonobos. Cobas. We know what the bonobos are doing. <laughs> <laughs> what the bonobos. I think if I say bonobo, I'm gonna be put into a box. I well, my mind straight went to chimpanzee just because I think they're the most in it. But yeah. I think the orangutans are my favorite. That's ours so, too. We yeah. we're just a bunch of orangutans hanging out. Just, yeah, just a bunch of tangs. Yeah, but one, the ones yeah. with like the big lumps on their face are the ones with the no lumps. Oh, the big lumps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I want to be like a Maurice orangutan too. I feel mm-hmm. like the ones from the original Planet of the Apes are kind of just like they're very intellectual but huge yeah. blowhards, and they think and they're full of themselves. Yeah. So and then. Yeah. They're like the diluted version of Maurice. Like, he's the pure yeah. substance, and then they all kind of fall from grace every time. But it's still... Yeah. Either, either <laughs> way, I'd still be an orangutan. All right. Well, I'm, I'm now realizing, too, that uh, y'all have talked a lot about Planet of the Apes already, mm-hmm. so I hope that's something original to say. Number one. You, um, you already you already did and do. <laughs> yeah. Woo! All right. Well, you didn't want to listen to the other ones because then it, it influences, but anyway. Well, they're not out yet. 
Oh, good. Thank God, because I didn't even know you did them, and I was trying to save face. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I was trying to save face. I was like, oh, man, I should check that, that Instagram a little closer. But well, you just I, find I, I, I've, I've been seeing them come up, and I hadn't yeah. seen it yet. We got in a spaceship as Earth was exploding, and we recorded Rise and Donald Planet Apes before this, but in your chronology... <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to connect this somehow to Planet of the Apes. I'm sorry, it's not working. We had temporal We've pincher only movement. been talking about Planet of the Apes. I know. Okay, right. so I don't. It was a temporal pincher movement on our parts, and we apologize. All oh, right. Yes, we well, like doing those. I'm interested then because it's like they are such different movies, especially mm-hmm. the new ones. Did you talk about the originals at all, or very small? I think with yeah, Tate? just a little bit. Uh, yeah, with Tate last week too, mm-hmm. and right. but we're gonna do those later on at some point. So mm-hmm. just like. This one Separate. I feel uh, ties into those more than really? any of the other new ones. And nice. that's one of the reasons why I like it, but I don't know. You guys like this movie? I love this thing. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah? Yeah. Hey! Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I only saw this once in theaters before this, and I think I told this... I need to stop saying I think I told the story, because I do tell all the same stories all the time on the podcast. I, 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 it I, doesn't matter. People like it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I feel like you, every time we tell, every time we say that, I'm like I've never heard you say this story on this show. So. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. So, it's all or it's good. just my shitty memory. It's one or two. I only saw this. The guy that tells the same story will be like, "All right, cool. Fifteen seconds." All right, Old man. Old man. <laughs> I haven't heard this story. Tell me the story. There you go. There you go. I uh, mm-hmm. saw this movie in theaters. It's the last time I saw it. I saw it with my friend Frankie, aka mm-hmm. Frank Jeffsy. Uh, and this is the first of the Apes movies he'd seen of the new ones. And wow. <laughs> he, has, he just, after the movie, we're just sitting there for like two and a half hours in the theaters. I'm like, oh yeah, I think Frank, you'll like this. Like, it'd be really interesting. And then after the movie, he's just like, what did you show me? You're just like, hey, Frankie, jump into movie three. It was like an eight-movie franchise. He has no context. The apes are in prison and everything. And I think it kind of, that and the ending, and like, I was just more of like a little shit, like, what five years ago i guess not even five years ago but it's just like uh, he wouldn't have traveled all that way with the arrow in his side and like not told he would have been dead already i'm just like now i'm just like he is strong strong he is strong he's the moses of apes how dare you and they were together (laughs) strong together together. (laughs) ape fight off gangrene together together (laughs) (laughs) but it gets you in the end don't it it does yeah Mm. Not in the Revenant, but in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. You will not enter Paradise, Caesar. Huh? Is that I Am Legend? Uh, no, that is once. That's, no, no, I believe that that's was, the Bible. That was last year. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> or, or five years from now, depending. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. You were saying you were such a little shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Thank you. Thank you from there. It was like that in the middle half of the movie, I think, was like kind of just grinds to a halt. But now I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I the first half of this movie is really engaging. I think the only thing I'm not super big on is honestly just Woody Harrelson. And I think, like, he probably could have given, like, a... Like, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, Rachel. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of... Maybe I just have retroactive, like... Uh, I'm just fatigued by him because he's like in this he's in Solo it's Carnage he's gonna be in Carnage and like I like Woody Harrelson a lot but I'm just kind of realizing like in those two movies at least like Solo and Warf of Planet Apes he's kind of like my least favorite oh he's also in The Hunger Games but he's yeah. kind of like my least favorite yeah. part mm-hmm. yeah but I like uh, a lot of Hunger Games but not so much the other ones I'm like oh he's <laughs> he's he's good but like he's not the thing that really stands out to me in either of them but yeah what do you think? Woody is always such an interesting cast for, like, a serious role. Yeah. Uh, because you can tell he takes himself very seriously. Yeah. 
He's always right. going to be that boy from Cheers for me. Oh. <laughs> and the thing is, name is also I don't even yeah. know him from Cheers. I know uh, he was in it, but like I don't even have that context. And yeah. still to watch him is like, you're, you're really, <laughs> this is what you can do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're, I don't yeah. feel like you could be trying harder. I do feel like he's like giving it his all, you know? Mm, yeah, um, right. And I don't, I don't so much dislike him in this. I think that uh, coming off of... I've been trying to, like, sort of splay out what I'm saying long enough to remember his name. Damn it. Woody Harrelson. No, no. In in Dawn. In Dawn. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's Mm. in Dawn. And Gary Oldman's such a force. Yeah. And when he speaks, you listen. Mm. And then you you have him, and he's leading these people, and you're like, I believe you, you know? Uh, Yeah. And then we come over to Woody Harrelson, and he's just like, you know... Ah, I yeah. do everything, and I lead all these people. He's and like I the totally evil version. That he, yeah, and mm-hmm. I totally believe that he like hates everything, and I believe his character. But I don't know why all these guys are following him. Like, <laughs> yeah, because they equally hate everything. Maybe they are. Yeah, hateful like, men tend to congregate together. Yeah, you know, I guess it, you shave your head with a knife, people follow you. Like. <laughs> That's you, my back. <laughs> I, was, I, was I looked at a joke player. I was like, that was that's me when I, I'm topless and I walk up to my window right there shaving my head. <laughs> just looking on your Yeah, just going like, huh. Just robes of 18-year-olds straight out of a pandemic. And I blast, and I blast the American anthem. That's it. With your Alpha Omega on the American flag and everybody's like, this is okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He got us out of something. There's a whole backstory there. I did this podcast. I did this podcast. I kept you going through the pandemic. It was me. It was me. And now we're going to talk about pandemic movies and you're going to like Like it. First up, Resident Evil. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing Resident Evil and Planet of the Apes. This Uh, one, actually, this exact movie, oh no, it's The first one. Dawn starts out with like that that sort of, the the virus spreading and all of the news articles. And when I rewatched that, I was like, oh, this is spooky. In the end of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, they have that yellow line in the very end Uh where it like hits something and explodes and goes out and it just keeps going. I was like, ugh. Yeah. I once uh, watched Lost on an airplane. Also, like, <laughs> is that even allowed? Like, can they? Or did you download? I thought it? I was being ironic. <laughs> but I just shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I thought airplanes didn't do that kind of thing anymore. We're like, I don't think like snakes on a plane is available to rent or something. Sir, I brought the DVD. (laughs) And my laptop computer, just season one right there. Every third scene is a plane crash. Absolute fantastic. That's that's a recipe for a bad time. I would watch Sully on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. You make that water landing? Yeah, they should allow that. Of all plane movies. I think that should be a minute. Just be plane crash movies. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't it. that be horrible? That's it. Um, <laughs> Castaway. 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 What uh, else? Just, just more plane movies about them being destroyed. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That one episode of Twilight Zone where the guy sees a monster on the wing. He's on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like all they put. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that episode on repeat. <laughs> you will see this. You will see this. Suddenly you look at and he's there. Yeah. Like a little, little inflatable monster that comes up halfway through the I like it doesn't work. It like comes out of the way. It's like hanging up the edge like just vibrating furiously. Like we're in a used car lot. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Five stars. So Planet of the Apes. Yeah, so this opens up with the monkeys giving us a rendition of the 20th Century Fox theme. Yes, I like that a lot. It's great. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I love it when 20, especially 20th Century Fox for some reason when they play with the, the music. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, I guess this is now a Disney property, so. Oh, it is. No longer. Um, Am I forgetting something? What? They Disney. do in the beginning. They're like, da, 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 da. like dun, 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 they do? Dun, dun. Yeah, they I do. Mean, they they monkeys, the monkeys don't go like, <laughs> da, da, da. it's not like it's like, <laughs> Caesar comes and goes, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bart or something in the Simpsons movie. Did I watch the right movie? <laughs> they do that in it. It's real. It's the normal oh, wow. fanfare, but it's like a little like filtered. And then there's like tribal drums. Like, I remember the drums. tribal drums. Yeah. That's, there's no singing. But it's just like a tri- <laughs> they, they add that. And I just like any logo in the beginning for a studio that's like altered. Like, you Is know, it like, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? They have like the banana swinging oh, yeah. and like hit her. You know, that, that's what I'm imagining now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to cover that next. Sure. Oh, I or love soon. that movie. We'll cover it eventually. Yeah, the first one is fantastic. I yeah. really like the first one. Dude, I was in, that's like the first movie I was sitting in theaters, and when it started, like it showed the name of it, and I was like, I want to make movies like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. And then to, to go away from Planet of the Apes one last time. Sure, yeah. Did yeah, you see, this time. is actually a good one for like something I actually have seen lately. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Mitchell's versus the Machines? I have not seen that yet, but it looks super cute. It's by Dude. the people who did them to the Spider-Verse, right? So... Fun. Yeah, and it's fun like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, oh, and good. it's fun like Spider Verse. It's kind of its own sort of, uh, you know, they always create their own kind of animation. With yeah, Lego, like the Lego movies, its own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Spider Verse is its own kind of thing. This sort of combine, combines them all, nice. and it's also very like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, mm. and uh, yeah, super fun. Nice. Yeah. I need to watch that too. Yeah. I haven't watched Nomadland <laughs> yet. I haven't watched oh. uh, <laughs> Mank yet. Monk. Uh, Monk. I enjoyed Mank, but yeah. everybody else in the world didn't. <laughs> but they told me not to enjoy it, so uh, I think that's why I was like, They okay. told yeah. you not to enjoy it. Cool, no expectations. Oh, so like, I will spite you and like this. That's yeah. how I feel about Alien 3, another David Venture film. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched all the Alien movies in quarantine. Oh, good. My cat is named Jonesy. Oh, good, <laughs> he, he perfect. Was, he was uh, gotten right after that run. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, I really like the uh, the intro of this movie with, I mean, yeah. <laughs> beyond this, the fanfare, but like, it's very kind of Star Wars in a way, where they have like a big, mm. instead of a scrolling, like a crawl Oh, they do like, thing. they insert all the titles of the old movies in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that, a very Rise, that, Dog. That sort of like putting the titles in is really interesting. Yeah. I don't understand the Planet of the Apes, old and new, like mm. their, their need to, <laughs> no, their need to sum up what the other movies were about. We're here because we watched It's for all people the like movies. Frankie who came in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like, has no right to be there. And also, he shouldn't be confused because he had all the information he right had there. All the information. <laughs> they summed it up in the beginning. But yeah, that, that's such a funny. This movie sort of it like starts out with that, and then they're kind of like, okay, cool, you're caught up, and then they start. The yes, movie, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, both of them sort of do that. The, yeah, they do. This one and the one before mm-hmm. because it also does that like all the newsreel and all mm-hmm. that sort of summing up what happened in the movie before and then it goes into the beginning. Yeah, then it was like the eyes and, and then so it's like great. Elk Hunt. Yeah. 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 But the beginning of this movie is so strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like love that shot with the text over the front just like just starting the movie that way and then it's just like pretty like foresty stuff out of focus and then you just see some soldiers like coming in also out of focus mm-hmm. and yeah. then it just like becomes overall like just following them for a while. Endangered species. Yeah. Ape killer. Yeah. One says bedtime, bedtime for Bonzo. For Bonzo. <laughs> I didn't What's see that, that one. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that movie? I, I mean... have not, but I, I had to look that up because I yeah, was like, too. what I'm is like, this thing? What if one of them has, had a helmet that said Dunstan checks out? <laughs> oh! That'd be, that would be the best! <laughs> That'd be you. Yeah. 
Have you seen Dunson Jackson? No, what's that? <laughs> Tell her. I'm going to turn the light on. It's getting dark in yeah, here. Yeah, I was about to turn the light on. Uh, Dunstan Checks In is a 90s movie about how uh, a little orangutan named Dunstan checks into a hotel. <laughs> but he's also, like, captured by an evil circus British man. I thought he works for the evil circus yeah, British he man. Does. He does. and like He's a dirty thief. It ends up being way darker than it should be, but it's ultimately just a lot of, like, cute orangutan with, like, wearing a hat and disguises and stuff, and they add in a lot of sound. It's a very 90s movie and definitely right. should not be a movie made now, but like, like, I like the oh. name of it. And Jason Alexander's in it. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like a tiny Jason Alexander? A uh, young Jason yeah, Alexander? Yeah. Like, honey, sorry, honey, tiny yeah. was the wrong yeah. word. I'm that. like, well, he is short, but I mean. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like. Young-ish. He's young-ish. Like, he's like something. Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, 90s. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And he plays out. a dad, and he's like, what do you mean there's a monkey? Yeah. Dunstan Checks Out would be my Alpha Omega helmet, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a Ronald Reagan movie, uh, Bedtime yeah. for Bonzo. So that's strange. <laughs> and it's about a guy who adopts a baby chimpanzee and then hires a psychiatrist woman to be his mother and teach him how to be a human. <laughs> so to put it on the back of a helmet in the beginning of a Raiding the Apes scene. What a deep cut. Like, yeah. There was someone on set who was like, hey, has anyone seen this movie? Everyone said no, and they said, cool, I'm going to write it on this helmet. It's got a chimpanzee in it. I'm writing it on this helmet. I'm just imagining the lore of this man now who, like, put that on the back of his helmet, like, nobody gets this but me. Everybody's like, ape killer, and he's like, I like this movie when I was a kid. I like this movie. (laughs) This is 80-year-old man. It's ironic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, how do we feel about the donkeys? Like, do you feel like it makes sense why they are working for the human? Like, th- is that sold to you? It's like, like it's it's the whole deal of, I don't know. It's like the proto-opposite of the term. It's better to serve, and it's better to rule in hell than serve in heaven, but... Oh, good. But they're literally serving in hell, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. It's a I'm... very good biblical analogy for this movie. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's the funny part to me, is that the donkeys, like, the idea behind them is that... They disagree with Caesar so much, like they agree with what, you know, Koba wanted, but what Koba wanted was like war. Yeah, Koba wanted every human dead. Yeah, and so to like side with the enemy because let's say you don't have another option and you're not very good at hunting because you gotta get your nails (laughs) did or whatever it is that like they're getting from the humans. Like let's say that they they have that sort of um, motivation, Mm -hmm. but the way the humans treat them is the part that's so confusing. Yeah. Like they do not treat them like equals. No. And if they did a little bit more, it might make more sense, but it's like in the end these are like these are apes that yeah. could probably live on their own in the wild somewhere mm-hmm. you know uh but they choose not to yeah or, yeah yeah and like, they huh i was gonna say they just choose to serve and be be really weird it's just it's so weird every single time I'm like your liberator's here and you're just going to like i don't know big angry gorilla man just gonna dunk water on him like it, was, it took him so long to flip i was like i'd be kind of like yeah. there the day too after like everyone defied the humans i'd be like why the hell am I doing this? Yeah. I feel like he also like got into a position of power at that point. So it's like, yeah. no anything I can do to get totally. over Caesar. But also, uh, I feel like in part they did like join the humans because they feared Caesar and like because they followed Koba. 
Yeah. They thought that, like, Caesar, Caesar would hunt them down and kill them, but I don't, mm-hmm. that's not, like, really a Caesar thing. It's not his vibe, yeah. Only option, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so they, like, probably just did it out of, like, rational fear. Mm-hmm. Like, much like uh, Winter? Is that his name? The white Yeah, Winter. Winter. The white mm-hmm. uh, gorilla. Yeah. It's just, like, you really didn't need to do that. You just caused so, <laughs> like, yeah. so yeah, much yeah, pain on this. Yeah, like, out part. of options mm-hmm. and scared. But that also creates a culture of, like, the apes that aren't Caesar, because we are following the leader throughout all yeah. three of these movies, mm-hmm. and he is making moves, and he is, like, mm-hmm. Top dog and everybody else around him. Like, what happens when he leaves to all of them? Like, they don't survive long at all. You know yeah, what I mean? like they're all like really confused when he leaves, and then yeah. when, they, when he lands in the prison with them, they all like ignore him. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're sort of giving them this attribute of all being super independent, like he is. But he is special for a reason, mm-hmm. and I can see a world where like they they don't know how to survive on their own, or they wouldn't be able to like live in the woods on their own, or maybe they they can't like think about how to find their way back into society so this is like their only option he's the only ape who's had a double dose of the stuff he yeah. was literally born with it he yeah. gets injected with it no, yeah. no he was born with it and then he breathes in the gas in the first movie so he's like a double yeah. double smart juice and he was raised with yes. with intelligence yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that part when Woody Harrelson's like I bet you're not much for a reader and like you know nothing about Caesar you read a lot of books Although I would be nice if he was like reading, some ape was reading a book in this because I like yeah. a lot when Maurice is reading uh, Black Hole, Black Hole in the second one. <laughs> the second one, yeah. yeah. I would love that. It's like comic pages, like pasted on the walls. Yeah, yeah. but that'd be cute. I don't know. Just the whole. Uh, I guess to go a little chronologically, we don't have to at all. But Let's do it, yeah. the, that mm-hmm. fight scene in the beginning is just like so well done. Like yeah. the uh, overshot, it's like an eagle's eye or a bird's eye view, just following all the soldiers from like, looking directly down at them, basically, as mm-hmm. they're going in. And it's just, like, looks really cinematic. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, Matt Reeves, like, before he did this, Donald the Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield, and then, like, was mostly a writer before that and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's just, he hasn't directed a lot of movies, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But, mm-hmm. like, they, he has such, like, a... It's visually iconic in a way that's, like, not on the nose or, like, at least for me, it's not on the nose or, like, too overly visual. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, it's just like as in the service of the story, but it just feels very epic at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think he's like a really good blockbuster, block blockbuster filmmaker. He is, so. and in a way that he he sort of calls upon war movies, and he calls upon like disaster movies, mm-hmm. and he's calling upon like all of these other types of things that have come before to make a movie that's a Planet of the Apes movie, mm-hmm. but he's not doing it in a cheesy way, which I think is a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so impressed with these movies and mm-hmm. this movie because of that. Because it's like, it's so easy to just go overboard and be like, you know, oh, for us and whatever, and make it bigger and make it explode and whatever. Yeah. And uh, this movie's subtle more than it is like over the top, mm-hmm. but it's also gorgeous. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, just think of, like, and I'm not even, don't mean this as a total knock, but just think of, like, if Zack Snyder directed this movie, it'd be a very different looking film. (laughs) Absolutely. Hallelujah would be blaring at one point or another. Huh? Hallelujah would blare at one point. (laughs) Yeah, and there would be a song, like, by the Monkees or some song. Yeah. (laughs) At the end of Army of the Dead, have you seen that, Rachel? No, I haven't yet. At the end of that movie, they play Zombies by the Cranberries. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's very on the nose, and it's definitely not about the troubles in Northern Ireland at all. That song, <laughs> it's definitely about real life zombies. Yeah, for sure. They're in my head. Isn't that the lyric? <laughs> yeah, it is. Good. Okay. In I, your I, head, eh, 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 eh
Uh, uh, under my umbrella. All right. <laughs> yeah, but but <laughs> under your um, umbrella. Yeah. On that note, too, it is really impressive that he not only directs but he also wrote this. Mm. So I do think that the movie has a lot of vision in it. Yeah. Like you could tell in the writing, this was the way he wanted to tell the story, and this was the pacing. And uh, I know you mentioned earlier you thought it slows down at one point, which I'd be interested to hear about. But I really enjoy like the journey that this movie takes, and I think that he had it sort of all in his head, and that comes out in the end. Yeah. Should we talk about that now, or should we just get to that point? Whatever, man. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it now. You got uh, questions? You, know, let's... you got questions? Rachel well, Rachel has answers. I kind <laughs> of... We'll, <laughs> yeah. We'll come back to it, because I want to keep yeah. going like chronologically, but we'll definitely talk mm-hmm. about it. Sure. But I just... I, this opening battle sequence and everything, uh, I just really like that it's... It just... It kind of is just... Probably because I've watched Star Wars too much, but it's very Return of the Jedi for me. Oh, interesting, yeah. Because <laughs> they're in a forest, and then there's someone with, like, superior firepower, and then all the apes come, and they just, like, spear everybody. So you think the apes are Ewoks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the apes are Ewoks. They're shouting Yub Nub. <laughs> no! 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 no. <laughs> That's the song that would have played at the credits. <laughs> Caesar would be pissed if I compared apes to... The oh, Ewoks. man. Yeah, absolutely. He'd inject them with the formula, too, and then a lot of intelligent Ewoks. <laughs> They're smart enough, Connery. And you're right. They know how to make basic tracks and stuff. They're good. Um, Ewoks with guns. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. I guess there are lasers. They know how to do it. Yeah. They know. But is there anything, like, that stands out for you all in, like, this scene? Like, something that really stands out for me is, like, the POV after the battle mm-hmm. of just Caesar. It's like Caesar's POV walking through like, yeah. the whole battle. and. Then it cuts to him to show that that's what that was, that, like, mm-hmm. steady cam shot or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, all the apes, like, holding out their hands, and he's just like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, one of my favorite things in the beginning of this movie, if we're, you know, just going to encapsulate the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, we start with this awesome fight scene in the beginning, which yeah. isn't too big, and it's not too small. It's, like, great. And then he sends him away, you know, I am a merciful god. And then he goes back home, and then the culture that they create in these movies over the course of, like, the three is, like, my favorite part about this, you know, the new series. Of like the Ape Society? The Ape Society, yeah. the way yeah, that yeah. they look at him, the way that they, the way that you know, his people think about him. And uh, also one of my favorite things is like the sign language that they incorporate, which is something that is not from the originals. It's something Mm -hmm. that they put in, you know, because of course, like we've been teaching ape sign language for forever. And it's like a natural progression of if this actually were to happen, this is probably how it would go down. And the way that they use that in the movie, uh, especially in that, that beginning when they're still in ape city is like, it's Ape so city. Ape City, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Ape City. New Dark uh, City. You know, at the uh, at the uh, waterfall. Yeah. thing with the dam. Dam. Um, dam, dam, dam. Dam, dam, Daniel. Uh, uh, is this a goddamn... <laughs> That's covered... Beavis and Butthead reference. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> exactly. Don't... Everybody listen to that episode. Yeah, I saw that one just dropped. Yeah. yeah. It's... Dropped into hell. <laughs> That's how I would describe it too. Dropped. It should have been dropped into hell, but there it is on the airwaves. So stop listening to this and go check out Beavis. <laughs> no, just no. listen to it after, or just don't ever listen to it. It's fine. No, we need Super to listen. Good. Super good. <laughs> yeah, one of my going back to it, one of my favorite things is the sign language element of it. And so mm-hmm. I actually learned sign language when I was like younger, and oh. I wouldn't say I'm fluent, but I'm fluent enough to follow along with playing mm-hmm. the Apes movie, of course. And um, 
interestingly to like watch the movie it's like the first thing i've ever watched i'm not bilingual in any other language mm -hmm. but this would be the first thing that i've watched where i would have like a bilingual take on it oh. and watching it with that perspective has been like super different for me because like the way that they talk among themselves is like sign is such a like visual language and it's such a like strong like you're not saying a sentence you're like creating a picture whenever you say something mm -hmm. and their conversations while they're in, you know, Ape City in the beginning yep. are so like us versus them and like, you know, us just trying to save ourselves. And I even wrote some things down because oh. I thought it was really interesting how they translate. Nice. Because, uh, for example, when they when they go to translate, and this might be the way it is with like all languages, that mm -hmm. the translation is just like kind of weird and it doesn't really stick the landing as far as like if you actually know what they're trying to say. Yeah. Um, and so there's like that moment where I think it's where the lights, like the soldiers show up in Ape City, like in the night and they know that there's something going on and like Caesar, you know, goes to like investigate and he looks back at his son and he, he like, you know, he looks at him and he says, uh, he signs like stay, mm -hmm. protect, you know, like stay here, protect. Mm -hmm. And then they translate it to stay here, son, protect your mother and brother. <laughs> and it's like, to me, it's just like so much stronger if it's just like, you know, stay and like watch after them, yeah. you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. And it just becomes so wordy, you know, and, um, or like later when they don't know where his, where the baby's gone, like after the raid mm -hmm. at one point, you know, like they're like, oh, you know, like help us look, you know, like somebody signs you help us look. Yeah. And then they translate to like, let's go help search for Caesar's little son. <laughs> and it's like little son. It just like takes son. away from it a bit. But to me, like when you're watching it from the sign perspective, like my favorite part about it is like, they never sign like humans. They never sign like the word humans. Mm -hmm. They're always signing like them. Yeah. And it's always like, this is us. This is ape strong. You know, this is us and that's them. You know, this mm -hmm. is our world and that's their world. And just like putting that, that sort of like language barrier up and like creating, you know, a picture out of it that way is like, one of my favorite parts about it. And as they continue throughout the movie, of course, you know, like they get more vocal and they talk more and, uh, the signing becomes a little less, uh, you know, I'd say the translation sort of evens out a little bit better, but no, that's, I don't know. I think that's a great part of the movie that no, that's really, a really interesting good part of incorporating throughout mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Caesar talks a lot in this movie. Like, he barely he even signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I almost feel like it's, the, well, even to the point where Maurice starts speaking. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and Maurice is, like, famously throughout this trilogy, like, a silent character. Like, yeah. always mm -hmm. uses sign language and everything. I think Does that's it? great, though, because it's, you know, Caesar talks more and more throughout mm -hmm. the three movies, like, leading up to the fact that everybody's going to talk one day. Yeah, like... I wonder if, like, do, do they evolve the, cap the capacity over time? Is that what it is? Kind of like an exposure so. kind of thing? Because, like, Caesar talks pretty fast, but I guess he's, he's special. And, uh, but everybody else is, like, slowly playing catch-up. Rocket never spoke, which boned me out, because I like Rocket a lot. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like Rocket a lot. Yeah. yeah. That whole, I guess, right after that, um, well, Woody Harrelson accidentally kills his son, Caesar's son, and... Mm -hmm. And Judy Greer, who's <laughs> has nothing to do in this movie, his five second just, wife, <laughs> she Cornelius just dies right away. But um, yeah, so that happens. But then the whole sequence of just like the four of them going out, like at least at first Caesar's just gonna leave everybody, but mm -hmm. then the other uh, like don uh, donkey rocket. <laughs> oh, now I can just think of like Rocket Raccoon. I was but, gonna say Donkey Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey, donkey Kong, Kong Squad. Donkey. Uh, donkey. Donkey. Is it Rocket? Maurice and who's the other one? Uh, just random new gorilla friend. Luca. Luca, yeah, Luca. thank you. Yes, yeah. Luca Brazzi. <laughs> Luca Brazzi. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they all join him and I just really love this whole sequence of just them like going up they're like the elite and like once they all join up I'm like this is like something straight out of like an RPG or something yeah, like it's, it's like his, his party this is the elite yeah. squad Maurice the is the mage um, <laughs> yeah you have one ring Luca's the fighter yeah. Um, oh yikes Rocket is like I don't know like a ranger or something like that. Yeah, you have two apes or two chimps, a, a gorilla and a orangutan. You have yeah. a pretty like uh, well spread out group. Yeah, a good, good assortment of skills for your dungeons. And dragons party. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's but, good. Um, yeah, I just love the whole little adventure they go on, and I just like that whole sequence, just the whole snow race after a uh, bad ape who they don't realize is bad ape. I'm like, this is straight out of a western. Like, this is, is that a lot of western? Huh? His name is bad ape. Yeah. Bad ape. Oh, okay. Bad ape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought at first it was Crispin Glover, but it was Steve's Steve's on. Steve's uh-huh. on, yeah. Uh I love Caesar's descent into madness in this movie. Yeah. Yes. That's just like what the movie's about. And, and mm. it's so great because like his arc across like the series is he's just like trying to be good. Mm. Just like trying to be good so bad, and then like this thing that happens with his family in the beginning, yeah. you know, the little thing. The little just, thing, like, the murdering totally, of them. Yeah, yeah. The moment where he's like, You guys go, I'm gonna go find this guy. Why? Mm. To kill him. Because that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, like, I am like Koba. <laughs> yeah, it's like so anti Caesar, mm. and the fact that like these other two like join his mythic quest is like <laughs> <His> <laughs> to quest. kill the king is like so. It's it's such a great moment, even though it's such a dark moment for him as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like gives him like this whole movie gives him even more character development, but in a way that's. Like, not just like, oh, I'm becoming a better person. It's like, no, he's becoming a much worse, worse person. Yeah, he's, he's totally. So it's really interesting seeing it that way. And ultimately, he doesn't become a villain. But mm-hmm. it's, like, really interesting. Uh, you don't see that all the time where you see the third installment of the person becoming, like, more, a more bad mm-hmm. person. Yeah. But then eventually gets out of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just the fact that, I mean, jumping ahead, but just the fact that... Uh, the colonel gets like the simian flu and everything is yeah. like really he touches um, the doll at the girl has as soon as she brought that yeah. in i was like everyone's done yeah. everyone's done but Game just over. like mm-hmm. yeah from like a i guess from a script perspective at least it seems like really good because it's like oh he's gonna die caesar is like he's like tearing up seeing him die because he's like i really wanted to kill this guy but i can't anymore yeah yeah and uh but it still allows him I don't like think, morally to get out of there scot-free i don't think it's know? like the fact that he doesn't feel like he wants to really pities him i think he's like this is probably like i could kill you but i think this is a much worse fate for you than me ever killing you but yeah. also he, he lets him commit suicide though. yeah he lets him yeah. commit suicide he's like i'm just not gonna be the one to kill you mm-hmm. it's like so his morals yeah. are are intact but he doesn't stop him yeah well yeah and also if if <laughs> hold on i just have that batman begins like in my head it's like it was like i won't kill you but i don't have to save you either <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's... In- this fall won't kill me. It's landing on it. It's also in Rise when he tells Cobra to kick over the plane. Right, yeah. Batman and, begins. Well, and then oh, in, in this so- one, he's, like, haunted by Cobra. Yeah, yeah like, the ghost yeah. of Cobra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just, like, I, I love that. There's, like, that campfire scene where they're around the fire, and he, like, sees Cobra mm-hmm. on the other side, like, you know, eight, not kill eight. Yeah. You know, and he's still, like fighting with that and his character that like he's he is actively going out to kill a human Mm -hmm. like something that he has sworn that he's not that he's not that chimp you know and uh at the same time he's still like got this ghost following him being Mm -hmm. like you're a killer and he's he's like i'm not a killer just like me kill that guy (laughs) yeah yeah he looks so good though but the animation of Kobo like it's just those close ups i was like they could look so shitty but he looks so good like so scary and i was like 
damn. Yeah. All the tech has just gotten so good mm-hmm. um, by this one. Like, even the first one still looks good, but you can just sell, like, market improvement. It's gotten a lot like better, yeah. Years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, uh, there's market age on, like, most of the apes. Like, Caesar's, like, all gray now mm-hmm. and everything. Both so, him and the, and Woody Harrelson's colonel have, like, gray in their beards. So I thought <laughs> yeah. it was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're both kings of their realm. They're mirrors of each other, one could say. They are, though. They are. Like, yeah. they, both, they both believe they're doing the right mm-hmm. thing. They both have been through a weird year. Yeah. It was 2020. Like, yeah. They both have their followers. Like, they're mm-hmm. so similar. But, yeah. like, you know, Woody's... The difference, the difference between <laughs> them, yeah. the difference between them is that Woody Harrelson thinks, thinks he has to wear sunglasses at night to be cool, but Caesar doesn't. He thinks he has to shave his head with a knife. <laughs> They have electricity. You can just buy a shaver. No, but, man. This is the way to do it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I'm still paranoid to do that. Like, shave my head with, like, like a razor. I'm just like, yeah. I'm going to cut myself. It's going to hurt. It it's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> God. Once you do it with a knife. I'm going to, like, never... scalp myself. <laughs> Next week, last of the Mohicans. <laughs> Followed by Legends of the Fall. Legends of the Fall. Uh, I do, there there are a few, like, tiny things in this movie that are kind of like, I always, it's always like the logic flaws that get me, Mm -hmm. and I love this movie, I think it's great, I do not believe an orangutan can ride a horse. (laughs) He's so big. I want to believe. 1,500 pounds. What about a gorilla? as much as that horse. Gorilla 2. Yeah. Gorilla 2. Maurice is a particularly big ape. And he just kind of like hops on that thoroughbred and is like, here we go. It reminds me of like this monster, this like monster drawing I saw on Twitter of like this like giant creature just like hunched on top of a horse where he'd like jump off. I'm like, you're going to shatter that horse when you jump off. We need a bigger horse. Like if they they were all drafts, you know. Like, maybe, like, yeah, big Andalusians or yeah, something stomping around. Ones, Great. Yeah, dire wolves. Yeah, dire wolves. Breaking the spine of a wolf. Yeah. They're in the California snow. Yeah, the <laughs> California Canada. snow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just outside of San Francisco. Yeah, there's so much beautiful stuff, like, like back with just the four of them riding on the horses and they're following mm-hmm. all the soldiers off the beach. I'm like, oh, it's just like... Gorgeous Northern California beaches or whatever, yeah. like on it. But I'm like, oh, but they shot this all in Canada, so it's probably like near Vancouver. Like, but yeah, <laughs> but it's really pretty. I for yeah. some reason was like, we're gonna see the San Francisco Bridge at some point. I was like, we're not in San Francisco, yeah, no, Connery. Where Francisco are you? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they go up towards uh, like the Sierra Nevadas and everything. Yeah. Yeah, but they do have those awesome shots of them like riding on the beach, and it's like a yeah. drone or like a helicopter. Yeah, so good. Has as good of beach scenes as Twilight does. Ah. Dun 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 dun. No, that's that's dun 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 dun. What? I don't know what I'm singing. Just dun dun. That's Downton Abbey. I was singing Down Fucking Abbey. Dun 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 been a minute. I, I think it is Mr. Yeah. Beasley. Did you watch the movie of, of that thing? No. Actually, it's, I didn't. But it's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's all just about like the king and queen coming for a visit. It's like, so hey, dumb. Queen, coming. It's exactly that. Get the house ready. It, it, it is that. It, like, yeah. how dare they think Downton is so downtrodden? Oh, <laughs> so stupid. So funny. 
funny. So fun, though. Downton was such a thing. It really it was, was. such a thing. That took oh. over our lives for a minute mm-hmm. before Game of Thrones. Yeah, now Bridgerton is trying to come for the throne. and, and Bridger- <laughs> Bridgerton's coming, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Cut that one. <laughs> no, that was a good one. It took me a second. Unless you tell me, cut that out. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, ah. speak the truth. <laughs> Bridgerton's coming. Yeah. Uh, what else, Tyler? What Opinions else on Bad Ape? Good. Oh, good Bad, bad Ape. Bad Bad so Ape. Good. Okay. Bad Ape is good. Ape. <laughs> I love Bad Ape. I know that he can swing you one way or the other, but <laughs> yeah. I just think he's the best. He sold me when he did like the thumbs up in front of everybody in <laughs> oh, yeah. like his winter jacket. You're like, <laughs> yeah. It's like you're you're on my team now. You're good. When I, they're all like around the fire and Nova keeps like grabbing the little metal thing and mm-hmm. keeps like like pulling it away from her. like she's the annoying dog at the yeah. table. Yeah. Is like it's so original Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. like, alright, I get it. You're like a human, you're kinda stupid, like stop touching <laughs> that, you know? Like when somebody's dog won't stop chewing on your pillow and yeah. you're just like, Stop it. You know. He's so good. He's so just kind of subtle, popping back and forth. He's so great. He was, he was really, really great. Yeah. Like, everything about it was, like, mannerisms and movements. I was like, he's, he's so good. Yeah. He's in the difficult position of being the, like, comic relief character, yeah. like you're saying, Connery, in, mm-hmm. like, a very serious, dour movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, like, even more so than, like... Uh, like, he could very easily be, like, the Jar Jar of War yeah, for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yes. You couldn't be more right, yeah. But it, like, teeters on the edge where it's like, oh, like, there's a couple points where I'm like, oh, it's like, he's being a little goofy, but, like, it doesn't it doesn't ever break. It just the lightens movie. the air a little bit. Then, yeah. Like, then, it could have been, sorry, you so family dead! Totally. <laughs> and then even more, they have that moment, like, in the evening when everyone's asleep and he's, like, talking to Caesar and he's, mm-hmm. like, talking about having a kid. And it's like, it gets so serious, yeah, you know? And yeah. he's like, you have a child? And he's like, I had a child. And he's like all teary. And yeah. Holy like, cow, Batty. Like, <laughs> you have feelings, you yeah. know? It's like, and that's the thing, he's, he's not one-dimensional. He's, like, he's, yeah. he's not, he's great. Yeah, he's a little, a little crazed, but he's lived by himself for like years and years. And he was a zoo chimp. Like, yeah. You know? And he's like mostly bald. Like, he's been through some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's, and that's why like, he's also like the first like foray to being like, hey, the intelligence thing, it, it's spreading. It's not just you guys. Yeah. It's like all over the place. That's a really good point, mm. too. Yeah, because then then he he is like the the most vocal ape outside yeah. of Caesar mm-hmm. throughout any of the trilogy. Arguably even more so. Like Caesar, yeah. I feel like says like a rough to his voice, but this guy's like talking like like yeah. a person talks. But he doesn't even know sign language. No, no he doesn't know he sign doesn't, language. Yeah. No one taught it to him. Yeah. yeah, but it kind of like solidifies that everyone's capable of this. Yeah, just nobody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. You know the whole yeah, which plays into the whole like Alpha Omega like. Uh, the colonel being like crazed basically where it's like he killed his own son because yeah. his son couldn't speak anymore but it's like right. looking at the girl like I don't know she doesn't seem like unintelligent she just can't speak so it's, and it's like right. not it's not a but, virus that kills you it's just he like he like Woody Harrelson wants to shoot everybody instead of just like learning sign language was, which is huh I was say was, was Woody losing like his motor functions I always got confused I think the first time I saw it, I thought he was losing like motor functions too in his hands but now I realize he was just super duper drunk yeah he was really drunk yeah <laughs> but uh, Co- I think cooking that... his alcohol in the stove or whatever he, the hell he's saying <laughs> sorry he loves That's boiled also, Jameson uh, your, your hashtag triggered uh, plague you know um, thinking like plague thinking, you know, you've just come through a plague where this thing that started killed everybody, yeah. and now this other thing is starting. All right, kill everybody. Yeah, you know, which mm-hmm. we sh- didn't see that happen in 2019, no. did we? You no. know, like that's sort of how people react. Oof, spooky. Yeah. What do you guys think a rise in intelligent species would be if it wasn't an ape? Dolphins. Yeah, probably. Good. Or uh, octopuses. <laughs> they can't get us good. 
<laughs> Walking, talking dolphins. Isn't there a Simpsons episode where dolphins take over the world? What, what would that look like? Like I, I don't know. Like I'm imagining either they're like in like little like aquarium like tanks, like yeah. with like mobile tanks, or like you mean like they Johnny just... Mnemonic. Yeah, sure. You mean like tank tanks? Tank tanks. Tank tanks. Tank tank. Oh, okay. Tank tanks in a tank top. <laughs> Or, like, they grow, like, legs out of, like, their bellies, and they just, like, run around really awkwardly. <laughs> very Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sextina, Aquafina. Sextina. Isn't she a dolphin? Yeah. She a whale. She yeah. a whale. I think she a dolphin. Great. Great ape. Um, great ape. Great ape. How come great ape's not in this? He should rule us all. What was I talking about? You were asking if we liked bad ape. Do you like bad ape? Yeah. Yeah, I do like bad ape. I just, like, I, I guess I already said my part about that. Oh, so, no, just Woody Harrelson just killing everybody because he's, like, sees them as not human anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just really extreme. It's like, oh, a lot of this could have been avoided if they just, like, tried to learn sign language or there's, like, a mild scientist around i don't like, think it matter i, I don't yeah, think he, he would just kill everybody anyways even if learning sign language i just i don't think he'd care it's an infection to him at this point he sees it as the end of the human race so he's like i'm not gonna no but other humans are like it almost takes away from all the humans in dawn of the planet of the apes because like i'm assuming that they're immune because yeah. they talk about that in dawn of the planet of the apes even like jason clark's like oh it we're immune to the simian virus otherwise we'd already be dead and it's just like mm-hmm. oh so like that's partly why the colonel is so militant because yeah. he is actually susceptible to it and has seen people be susceptible to it but he, like, he says it's evolved like it's changed oh, again that's yeah, why it's a new virus yeah though. it's a it's a new part it's of a new it. variant yeah i guess it makes total sense so does that mean that whole town of people died too probably? yeah yeah like jason clark and all them from dawn yeah they're all dead think so yeah. either that or they've they, devolved into the point of being if, like yeah, yeah in the beginning of the movie they're when they're in ape city and they're talking they're like <laughs> it's uh, still to be. that's what it's called now uh <laughs> they're talking about how they haven't seen any of the people in like five years mm-hmm. yeah and oh like, you're right yeah there's like no more lights and they haven't seen anybody so i think you're led to believe that they either moved or they're dead yeah apes or humans in, in this series tend to die more than they move yeah yeah, so, I mean, all the humans died, so it's, like, I'm just wondering if there is going to be, because, like, Nova is alive, and what, that's, yeah. I guess that's one scene I, I'm not super big on, but it's, like, it's fine, or whatever, where where Maurice is giving Nova her name, I'm just like, this oh. is just only fan service, and it's it, like, so doesn't, <laughs> it's so cute. It's cute. It's, it's when they're down in the tunnel, right? Yeah, and he's, like, the, t- the, Key or something that says Nova on it. Right? It's the it's like a an the Chevy from a thing. Chevy Nova. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. right, really right. Cute. And it is fan service to so like the original. Yeah. Uh, but what does that mean? Because I I haven't seen the original in so it's long. Just her so name. Her is name Nova. is just Nova. He, yeah. yeah. He names his mute girl Nova uh, when he's on the Charlton planet. Of the Apes. I see. Yeah. I see. I think it's it's not like the Nova part, which is is cute, but it's like when uh, they're down there and she's asking what she is. Mm. You know, like he's saying, you know. Um, you know, you're helping the apes, and she's like, am I an ape? And he was like, he's like, you're Nova, and yeah. it's really cute. But then yeah. the other thing where he's like, you're brave, and she signs brave in the cutest way possible. <laughs> anyway, I adore that scene. But I, I also see the fan service in it. But there's a lot of that in this movie, and I eat up all of it. Like, yeah. I think it's great. It's definitely like the most of them, I think. Like, when, when Woody Harrelson having the planet of, this is going to be a planet of apes or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. After the war! <laughs> But I'm like, eh, it still doesn't like affect me as much as it like it. It still feels like in place. Mm-hmm. It's just the movie is also so serious that I almost don't expect those things. Mm-hmm. But there's there's so many of them that you just like 
they're not super on the nose obvious. They're just yeah. kind of like, if you're familiar with the original, then you get it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask for, like, an example of that, but one I'm thinking immediately is when Caesar goes into the camp and finds all the uh, monkeys, yeah. like, crucified. Oh, basically. God, That's, like, yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sorry, that sounds part. terrible. No, what I mean is, like... That's my favorite I mean part. Like, That's... <laughs> Take that out. No, no. Hang on, hang on. Let me let me try again. Oh yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Keep all of it in. Oh, I hate that. Ape killer. Uh, dying. Oh, the worst. No, it's so like yeah, because there's there's the like scarecrow type, you mm. know, cross sort of figures, and that's from the very beginning of the yeah. very first Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It also carried itself into two thousand one, uh, and then yeah. they also like uh, have it in this. They're like ape skin kind of things that aren't real. Like Ooh. I think I, I you probably know what exactly they are, but for me I was always like, oh, so it's like there's meant to be like scarecrows to prevent humans from going into the forbidden zone. Oh. They're they're like meant to prevent apes from going into the oh, forbidden zone. Oh, is it apes? Zone. Oh, that the, makes more the sense. The forbidden zone is forbidden to like apes. to apes. And, like, and, and humans don't, don't even understand. There. Yeah, and that's like such okay. a cool thing in this movie because then when you see that and they're right. literally crucifying apes, mm. it's like whoa, we just added some really dark imagery onto yeah. this thing that was just, like, Bad a place. prop in the 70s, <laughs> It was, like, still know? creepy yeah. back then. Yeah, like, it kinda, was. Kind of like Temple of Doom, there's, like, some, like, skinned, like, there's just some skins up against the walls yeah. in, like, the yeah. main uh, temple and everything. It's, like, you don't really notice it immediately. It's, like, the same thing for the original Planet of the Apes from you. I was like, oh, if you yeah. just keep thinking about this, it's pretty creepy. It's pretty creepy. But it also, like, it just expands on, like, here's the thought pattern as to, you know, this is what we're calling yeah. on when yeah. we say that. And the ape culture would know that because they would teach that. This is what used to happen. Yeah, know? it plays into yeah. it in an indirect way that, like, is way more cohesive than maybe the later sequels of the original yeah. franchise. Because I still, like, want to know what happened in that timeline because it, like, doesn't get to the point back, I guess, in a lot of ways. It just gets so convoluted, but it's, like, I'd love... uh, Apparently, they're supposed to make more movies in this franchise. Really? Like, Disney They made a TV series. They did? After they finished the fifth movie that I haven't seen. Oh, you mean, yeah. Yeah, in, like, the originals or whatever. Yeah. But I think they're supposed to make... Yeah, I need to see that movie. I think, I mean, that show. I think it's, like, one or two seasons. Yeah. But... They're supposed to make like a fourth one in this series. Why? Oh, in this series? Yeah, the new it's, yeah. it's really? over. Well, I mean, Caesar story. There's nothing left to do here. No, but I mean, go home. Yeah, go home. <laughs> I don't know. I could watch like eight more of these movies. <laughs> they're they're yeah. safe. It's over. They found their promise. But I want to know what happens next. They establish Apes scared. Society and Planet of the Apes yeah. One happens. Yeah. It can always be important. Ape life. I've learned. They meet the sentient capybaras. No, oh, can Become best friends. What continent are we on anymore? <laughs> this is a great capybara like war. Forever the confusing thing about Planet of the Apes. Like the original takes place in New York, and then they go to like Los Angeles in the later original ones, and now we're yeah. in San Francisco, but kind of we're in Canada. I so. like the idea of, of that actually, them meeting another group of apes, yeah. and then we have Ape Civil War being the, maybe the fourth one. Apes. So the Conjuring and Planet of the Apes are going for the Avengers. <laughs> <thing>. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Ape. Yeah. Captain America. Captain America <laughs> versus Tony Bark. I don't know. Tony Bark the dog. <laughs> the incredible the orangutan. Yeah, what would he be? He'd be he'd be a gorilla for yeah, sure. The incredible, yeah, the incredible gorilla. There you go. Yeah. Um, iron gorilla. I, iron gorilla. I, iron chimp. Yeah. Um, I don't know, bonobo man. <laughs> bonobo man. I really like what Caesar's going into the prison camp right before he sees like the crucified 
uh-huh. apes and everything. Mm-hmm. He just like because that's right when um, uh, Luca gets killed, he gets uh-huh. stabbed. Yeah, and after Which is that, so unfortunate. yeah, yeah. He should have invested in armor for his apes. <laughs> Invested like, in the ape economy? Yeah. Like, they don't have money I meant in the skill tree, Tyler. Oh, like, okay, you're right. <laughs> they have guns. I'm like, so why don't you just give them... What happened to that bear we killed when it attacked Rocket? Like, right? Yeah. You know. Let's get some stuff on there. Like, he, they're naked. Some they're going to get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> um, right after that happens, she's just like, I got to just go fucking do this. Like, everybody yeah. else, go home. Yep. He just pumps his shotgun, walking towards <laughs> this entire prison camp. Totally. I'm just like, is he just going to take on everybody? Rip and tear so until many, it's done. There's so many sequences <laughs> like that. Later Ka-pow! on, yeah, later when he gets crossbowed by that, like, character who keeps showing up, the soldier he saved, he, oh, like, yeah, spared. He yeah. Like Powell or something. I just yeah. kept calling him Arrow Guy. Yeah, Arrow Guy. All right. Yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> he Hawkeye. shoots him like right before that, and like Red just sees, um, sees just running. It's like really inspiring. He's just mm-hmm. like yeah. he's just one ape that's just gonna blow everything up, yeah. and he knows he can do it. Yeah. So it's but like when I he would does follow you. Everything's worked out up to this point. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I do like Red's turn a lot, where he just grenade launchers. I like guy. Red too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's good. I, I believe Red's turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it feels late, it, it really isn't. It's, it's like the it's very like, last moment possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when he's like dumping water, there's like there is that moment where you you can see like the doubt in his eyes, and mm-hmm. yeah. he doesn't quite want to be what he is, but he is what he is, and yeah. he does it. You there's know? that line that Steve says, and he's like, "Is there anything left to say?" Right. Totally. <laughs> Any of you left to say? Yeah. I like I like even more than like if it became like a Lord of the Rings moment or something like a Helm's Deep moment where like Red turns around and fights the humans. Oh, I, I at first I wanted him to like get like crashing across the, the ramparts. Yeah, or just get the machine gun yeah. and like shoot all the humans and stuff like that. Dude, but Red getting straight up executed though. That's yeah. dark. I feel yeah. like that that's just like way more effective and just much better mm-hmm. than if he was just like gimly like fighting right. people yeah. but it's just like like his redemption was already he that did moment. it yeah, yeah it was just that moment it's very simple in that way it's not like there doesn't need to be a hero moment because that was his hero moment mm-hmm. and then he's just looking down he knows he's gonna die and he yeah. just like gets shot mm-hmm. and it's just like really tragic but he's also like i don't know he just ultimately did the right thing in the end but he's mm-hmm. still like a bad character bad ape. Yeah, yeah. Bad ape. <laughs> this is also kind of back to the where this movie could be super typical, but isn't. Yeah. Because any other movie would have done that. They would have right. had to turn around yeah. and be the huge gorilla and throw bodies everywhere because he can, because he's so strong, and then, like, been taken down, like, gunned yeah, down like, by a machine uh... gun or something. But just straight up, like, you know, bam, was, mm-hmm. like, the unusual decision. It was mm-hmm. so strong. Yeah. And it really made you be like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, that hurt. It hit a lot harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, for some reason, the first time I watched it, too, I thought the ending was, like, a little lacking for some reason with the whole oh. fight with the soldiers coming in, and I don't know why, because now I'm just, like, I guess because I, I was, like, oh, it's supposed to be a war for the Planet of the Apes. Like, all the apes need to fight the, all the soldiers in the tanks and stuff. I'm, like, what am they I thinking? Lose. What's right. wrong with me? Right. <laughs> or just, like, I just wanted to see a monk, an ape, like, in a tank blowing people up. Like, that'd be a tank. saw that in Dawn. That's <laughs> yeah, right. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, but now I'm just like, oh no, I just really want the apes to get out of there. Yeah. And, uh, I totally forgot what was going to happen. I was just screaming, save the babies at yeah. the TV. The when, like, save the yeah. babies! I totally forgot what was going to happen when all the soldiers, like, finally notice Caesar. He's just, yeah. like, standing up looking. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, all slowly pointing their guns at him. Do I they, like, I, all know who he is? I feel like he's, like, almost mythical at that point. Yeah, or, it feels or, like it. Or do they, like, or either, like, oh, that's just a monkey. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know that they at least, like, they probably also, 
would shoot an ape on site. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because they're, like, aware of the whole ape thing. Yeah, I was curious, like, they all know, like, maybe there was, like, mock-up sketches of him, of, like, the, the, the ape, and I'd be like, oh my god, it's, like, the god of apes right here. It's the god of apes. It's all like a... And everyone recognizes him. Yeah, and everyone kneels, and he goes, what? It's always my favorite part in these movies is when they're like, that one is Caesar. It's yeah. like, how many of us can tell a chimpanzee? Yeah. No, no. Well, like, he's he's honest. standing up, chest out always. Right. He, he, has, he looks like a he the look, guy in charge. He, he has the best CG. He has the best CG. Other than Koba, he has the best CG. That yeah. one must be the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> God, his facial expressions are just so good. It's like, yeah. truly, like that's Andy Serkis' face. That is yeah. what makes this movie. Yeah. Andy mm-hmm. Serkis brings a performance to Caesar that is just, it makes all three of these movies. Yeah, he's brilliant. And, yeah, and it just, it transforms that character. Mm-hmm. Caesar in the originals, like, you know, he's a legend and whatever, yeah. but like, he's sort of the son of some special apes that mm-hmm. like, has to take control yeah. because he, he is different from everybody else. Yeah. Like, he's 3,000 years superior to everybody Whoa. else. Yeah, and, and he takes control and people listen to him because he just like knows, he's just more intelligent. He just mm-hmm. is. This Caesar so much tragic, like, tragedy happens in his life, yeah. and he mm-hmm. goes through so much. He's always learning. He's always yeah. learning. He's always trying to be better. Like, he's always trying to just, like, have safety for his people, mm-hmm. whether his people are James Franco and his girl, <laughs> yeah. or they're, you know, like, his 500 apes, apes out in mm-hmm. the woods. Like, he cares so much about what he's doing, and Andy Serkis kills that with his Absolutely. And it's, like, it's wild. He's one of my favorite careers, by mm-hmm. the way, Andy Serkis. Yeah. It yeah. just, like, started as, as this face, you know, character, and have taken over film mm-hmm. in, like, the last 15 years. And now he'll about to, he's going to let there be carnage. <laughs> He's going to be Carnage? He's, he's directing um, Carnage. Really? Yeah. And With then Woody that's Harrelson. the other thing. Is then he's, yeah. he's directing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He started directing on The Hobbit, and then he directed that Mowgli movie that should have been better. And then he got really, really buff and was in Black Panther. Yeah. But, like, not long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the most unfortunate turn in a Marvel movie. Right? Like, all right, and we're gonna kill Andy Serkis. Yeah, they finally kill a character. Well, they kill all their bad guys. Yeah. Well, they uh, Tyler, they ritualistically kill all their bad guys at the end of every Marvel movie ever. Not Zemo. I guess not Zemo, but like I don't know. Mm -hmm. Name Loki. Loki's been around, so that's two. Mm, I don't know. This is. It's this episode's already going to yeah. be long enough. We yeah. can go back <laughs> yeah, to it. But uh, that's something I just, uh, to reiterate, I really like about this trilogy a lot. It's just like, it feels, I mean, this movie is, especially feels biblical. Mm-hmm. And like, or if not biblical, like Caesar, if stories, if Caesar's story is not biblical, which it is, <laughs> um, it at least feels like the rise of like an ancient king or something. Like, yeah. people, like leaders back then were probably just so like awful <laughs> as yeah. human beings. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, yeah, like, if you're going to lead, like, be the first person leading your civilization, mm-hmm. you have to, no one's done this before, that you, mm-hmm. like, you're the one that is, like, burdened with all this, and you have to figure out how to do that, and he does, he gets away with ultimately succeeding without mm-hmm. losing his soul morals or his soul, mm-hmm. yeah. Such an interesting thought, yeah. And he makes really difficult decisions and sometimes doesn't always make the right decisions, but he ultimately makes up for them. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't do good things all the time, but... He still got us through this thing. Mm-hmm. He ultimately yeah. was a, a good ape, though. He was he was good. Yeah. yeah. Though uh, I I do have a question. Who do you guys think took over once he once he died? Bad ape. <laughs> Bad ape. <laughs> Bad ape king. <laughs> Bad ape king. Bad ape rule all. <laughs> he just becomes a megalomaniac. <laughs> Bad ape 
to desert without the scarecrow. No go forbidden zone. Actually, that really explains a lot of the mentality. The absolute madness. We yeah. immediately get like a King Nero. They do go a little bit crazy. The, the gorillas are like, I'm not listening to that, yeah. that guy. No. He lost his fucking The, the orangutans are like, oh, Marie seems cool with it. That yeah. explains a lot of the original. <laughs> It really does. It's like they let him write a few laws. There's a forbidden zone. We don't go there. Why? We just don't. Humans no talk, but they okay. Yeah. They're like, well, what's with this bad ape guy? Well, Caesar liked him. He's just, just let him, I don't know. He's Cornelius play- isn't old enough. Let's just give it like, like four years. Yeah, it's like their stewardship is like Rocket and like Maurice, like the stewards That's of the throne of Caesar. Absolutely. That's how it goes. Also, Aces. um. I like the idea that we're heading toward a desert at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. because yeah, that's absolutely. where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you leave a jungle for a desert? That's well, to get, another one of those parts of the To movie get to the other side. Like, oh. Uh, very. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it to get to the other side? Well, yeah. They, yeah. they, like, like in the beginning, like, they come back with this handful of dirt, and they're like, look at this promised land we found, and I'm like, that's dirt. I well, think, you're I, in a jungle. Yeah, it's very, I think like, it's, an oasis at the end, that giant lake. Like, yeah, there's, like, a yeah. lake and mountains. It's, it's like, there's a desert, because he says, like, well, where is he? Says, and then he pulls out the thing of sand. It's like, there's a desert we have to cross to All get right. there. So is it's it like, the idea just to get away from the humans, then? Yeah. that was where I was like, yeah, I, so I guess that's just what bailing. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, like, more room for them to, like, create a civilization if we're mm-hmm. believing that this place this is a direct prequel I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you're saying like oh they end up in the desert but I the reason why I would want more movies after this is to see like yeah this the trials of tri- and tribulations of ape society and when, how I was going to say you didn't want to see when Caesar hits a rock and God told him not to <laughs> <laughs> right right that's he, a like, Moses comes down he is at the top of a mountain yeah at the end. Comes down with some tablets <laughs> while he hands them to Bad Ape. Yeah. <laughs> I still love Bad Ape King! Played by a Bad CG. Bad Ape comes down with Ten Commandments. Bad Ape's yeah. the one with the fatted calf gold statue that's been set up immediately. That's Bad Ape. Planet of the Apes 9 uh, has a fully CG reanimated Charlton Heston <laughs> as with the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. It all plays together. Uh, I, I just really want to see more of these just to see, like, yeah, it's like, oh, there'll be some parts in Ape Society where it'll get get to a certain point and then decline again because I think, like, the original Planet of the Apes movie, it's a point where it's, like, and the book, too, it's at a point in that society where things are have become kind of, like, redundant, like, kind mm-hmm. of, like, in a hole, and, like, the apes have become less intelligent compared to, like, what Caesar saw. Like, they all become, like, bureaucratically corrupt yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, and, like, we got to keep a secret about all this. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, mm-hmm. like... It's just interesting seeing, like, the things that you have to deal with, like, whatever. This is coming from someone who likes the political stuff from the prequel trilogy, so maybe that's what they... But these movies are kind of like that, though, a little yeah. bit. It's just like, oh, seeing ape bureaucracy later on, like, yeah. oh, Caesar never had to deal with that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's why his son his son becomes, like, Cornelius a becomes a politician. a politician. Yeah, he's the first ape president or something. Yeah, he's, like, he's I want to see all of this. I guess he's, not a, like... yeah, he's not a warrior king. He's a yeah. uh, just, like, a regular boring king. Yeah. There's no longer a plague, we're no longer fighting for our lives, mm-hmm. so we gotta figure out how to live here for a while. Exactly. And that's where po- politics come in, you know? Yeah. They had to figure out some way to get Bad Ape off the throne. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And it's... <laughs> he was brutally executed. Oh, God. It was like no. the French Revolution. <laughs> I won't buy this. I won't buy this end 
for bad ape. Well, I mean, like most monarchs, he escaped underground before it happened. All of his people died, but... Bad ape lived out his days in the desert. <laughs> With some small orangutan brought him a plate of rice every day. God, his own Elba. Yeah. <laughs> Elba. I guess I should read the Bible at some point. This isn't the Bible, this is Napoleon. Oh. Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waterloo. We move back to history. <laughs> yeah, we move forward. Well, couldn't escape if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, I have a note here that says, I felt like this movie was kind of about like fathers killing fathers and fathers killing sons. I felt like a very strong friend's life. It's just fathers and fathers and fathers in this movie because everyone's like, I, every dad's like, I had a kid. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He died. Yeah, he died. Rocket, I'm, bad ape. Kind yeah. of like the motivating factor. Yeah, it's just angry dads, the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess in hindsight, that's one thing that this trilogy really lacks is any kind of like, like I get that it's it's Caesar's story. That's what these movies are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there aren't very strong or like just well like there's not a lot of screen time. Yeah, Lake's basically kind of there, given but like, to female characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I but, literally had in the back of my mind. I was like, does Caesar end up marrying his son's girlfriend? Because that'd be weird. Moment, there was a moment, and it was like, oh, I don't like this. No. Sounds like, <laughs> like an ancient king kind of thing. This is a yeah. faux pas. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Oedipus about the female characters. Yes. But you know what? Like, neither was the original Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. We had Zira, who was like our, yeah. our resident ape female, mm-hmm. and yeah. she was smart. But yeah. then we also had Nova, who was like right. every man's perfect woman. She's oh, gorgeous, yeah. she adores you, she doesn't say a word. The book's she even will th- follow yeah. you anywhere to the end of the world. The fact that Nova sticks around with... with uh, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston <laughs> yeah. so long, like... She just, like, all right, cool, we'll ride yeah. this horse for five days. If I'm, awesome. to be- if I'm to believe that, she turned her back on the apes pretty quickly. Or, or this is this is just, well, it's, it's, it's just homage. It's just, she, she, will not, she will not grow up yeah. into. Yeah. But then that's the thing, is, like, she never really shows a sign of, like, gaining intelligence. I guess so. She's just sort of, like, there. his pet. Yeah. For a couple of movies. Um, which I never yeah. really liked. She I don't think anyone up. should like yeah. that. Yeah. She keeps showing up in them, yeah, and it's just like, she, it's how it is in the book, too. It is, yeah. It's even worse in the book, the way, yeah. like, the author describes him, uh, describes her. Yeah. And, like, then after reading that passage, I was like, I went into looking into, like, his personal life and everything. <laughs> it's just like, mm, he's, I don't know, he, like, he was in a lot of wars, and then he was never married, so he probably just, like... Escape through his fiction, saying like this lady is really hot and stuff. And yeah, it's just like she likes me. Yeah, she exactly. Likes me. Like just drawing like a like, his his ideal. He's just woman drawing a like, big boobed woman yeah. on the paper. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe I should type something over this. <laughs> he's like a whoa. What was I doing? <laughs> I'm writing a book. And <laughs> a guy gets the draft and he's like, "What the hell? This this is disgusting." <laughs> Oh, you didn't like the text? I didn't read it. I, <laughs> I couldn't read it. I couldn't, read I couldn't. It. There's just all these pictures of naked ladies scrolled on top of I it. I couldn't look past it. But there's like... Just on the back, last page, just says, Bad Ape. Bad Ape. <laughs> it's, it's like bad the memoirs of a lunatic. Poor Bad Ape. <laughs> He's basically but, like a, The author is kind of like a 1960s incel. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. also French, so maybe that has something to do with that. Uh, so he's not a joker? Huh? He's not a joker? No, no. Uh, in the first two like the original first two Planet of the Apes there is Nova's in both of them Mm -hmm. and she you know gets with Charlton Heston and like the first one follows him around and then the second one starts out with her being with him still and it was great and then right away they find this other astronaut named Brent and then she follows him around for like 
90% of that movie. Wow. And it's yeah. like, what's going on here? And then they're, you know, they're very cozy, like she mm-hmm. and Taylor are, and they're running around together. And Fun. then, spoiler alert, Taylor shows up again. And then she's like, back to being his girl. And I'm like, can we stop passing Nova around? <laughs> like, sucks. I don't want to know what's happening between the lines here, but I hate, like, the original Nova. I love that she's in, that they included, you know, a Nova character mm-hmm. in this new one because just a callback to the original. Like, what if they just it. call all blonde women Nova from this point on? Well, the original Nova was Brunette. So, oh, uh, I'm dumb then. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she's not blonde in this either. I thought she was she's blonde. She's a little blonde girl, isn't she? Yeah, she's like a dirty blonde. She's like the lame Miss girl. Yeah, she's cl- she's yeah. Co- Cosette. She is, she is the lame Miss girl. She is. Yeah. Oh, she is, isn't she? <laughs> I don't know if she's the same. Oh. <laughs> she looks just like her. She does. She's just kind of dirty. I was like, that's a that dirty child. <laughs> Bad ape, dirty child. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's so much still, like, uh, I don't know post-crucifixion war camp. There's, like, so much that happens in there, too. Because it's, like, that moment where Caesar first finds the war camp, like, Mm -hmm. so many sucky things happen in, like, that 90 seconds. Like, first he finds out that, like, he turned his back on his people, and Mm -hmm. they all just, like... Got caught. Locked in circles for a day until, like, they got caught. I'd be so disappointed in them. Like, I'd be mad if I saw them, like, you all just... You all just got caught immediately? In theaters, it was like, what? No! <laughs> like, oh, man. I didn't yeah. realize, like, they were that helpless. You yeah, know I, I mean? literally and didn't even know it was them when I was watching this movie. I was like, it's another yeah, group yeah. of apes, because I was remembering. I was yeah. like, it must be another group of apes. It's certainly not his. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's his. <laughs> yeah, like, the special forces are really good, I guess, like Alpha Omega, because mm-hmm. they, they're really good at tracking the apes and, like, kill Luca really fast. Yeah. And it made me wonder if Caesar didn't intervene that they would somehow fight off that entire army. I don't see how that's possible, but, yeah. like, I guess maybe because if, if it, uh, the colonel wasn't, like, sick at the end, he'd be so crazy that he would, like, blow up all those tanks. But it's just, like, if Caesar didn't intervene, I feel like they would have, like, the army would have taken them all anyways. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. the thing that... It'd the, be, it'd be probably alpha, a little bit more of a massacre. Yeah, Alpha Omega's shooting all the apes, so that's why yeah. he has to intervene in the first mm-hmm. place. But. Right, right. So it's like, I'm glad they added that in, because otherwise there would be no motivation for him I'm, going to go blow up everything and cause, I'm, like, a really cool explosion. Yeah, I think so, too, because then it, it turns, it's kind of like that moment of, you know, I'm on a revenge crusade, and he's struggling with it, because he's mm-hmm. just seen, like, his Koba ghost, like, a couple nights before. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then he comes over, and it's like, oh, man, like, I really screwed up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's that, I... I being revengeful, I'm trying mm-hmm. to kill, and now I've, like, screwed over everybody I know. And then Luca dies out of nowhere, which is, like, such a bummer. Yeah. And then he just gets, like, hit in the face with a shotgun, and it's like, what were you thinking? Like, you came all this way to get, like, you know, butt kicked? <laughs> like, butt-kicked. right before, what do you call that? Like, uh, let's go, pistol whip. Pistol whip. So yeah. pistol whip right before, like, before you even got in there? Yeah. You yeah. know? And I know it's like, because you're also seeing, like, the apes out there crucified, and you're talking mm-hmm. to them, and there's, like, a lot going on, but still, it was just, like... Just a lot. What a bummer. I guess yeah. that's the part where it's, like, I don't mind that at all. Like, I do like that, and, like, the whole, like, great escape of it and everything. Like, they're planning. Like, I really like a good heist movie or an escape <laughs> movie. Yeah. Like, them, like, laying out the plans and yeah. everything, and that works really well in this film. I guess it's, it mostly is just Woody Harrelson for me, and, like, when he's having those, like, conver- that conversation with that pretty long dialogue scene between Caesar and and, and uh, the colonel mm-hmm. in the colonel's office. And yeah. it's like, just kind of like drags on because it really kind of relies on like Woody Harrelson's performance. And I think it's good, but like, 
yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of a slow part for me. The yeah. part where he's explaining but, that he murdered his son, or the or one of the other conversations they've had. I, it felt kind of all melds together with me because I guess they probably do have several conversations, mm-hmm. and then he does go in there, and then there's Jimi Hendrix playing. I'm like, yeah, uh, it's a little much. It's a lot. The come up lot. with um with who I would replace Woody Harrelson. Yeah, that's what Ooh. I was. I wrote some down too. Great. So I was right. wondering. I'm sorry, my, my name correct. I'm so bad at these games. Paul so Giamatti. Of course. <laughs> was there anybody else? He's Paul Giamatti is great. He's, he's in 2001 Planet of the Apes. Yep. Uh, he could not be a soldier though. You know. <laughs> I shot my son. Paul Giamatti would be the Denethor of that character. Yeah. <laughs> I am the steward of the prison camp. I'm the steward of humanity. Yeah, <laughs> he's, the, right. he's the warden. Okay. You got one? Paul Giamatti. I do have one. Okay. okay. I, I would replace him with Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Menacing. That's oh, good. Absolutely. Yeah. Even t- like no dialogue changed mm-hmm. at all. But the way he would like deliver it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, so, I so didn't that like in like that creepy sort of way. Mm-hmm. That yeah. little drawl at the end of the, I think like in Fargo, I like how he talks in that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a, that's a good one. I see that real clear. Yeah. Mm. Do you have one, Connery? No, I'm bad at these. Uh, the guy who played... No, wait, that's just Gary Oldman. Does <laughs> <laughs> that Gary Oldman again? They're like in a toupee or something. <laughs> I literally was like, I don't know, the guy who plays Sirius Black and Harry Potter. I was like, oh, wait, no, that's Gary Oldman. <laughs> Sirius Black. He has his different hair, yeah. Just different hair. Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman might be fun. Uh, I don't think he's dark enough. No, he just, he'd just he be too deadpan about it. He's got that nice guy sort of vibe in the end. Yeah, I think the closest for me is like... I was like, at first, I was like, uh, Matthew McConaughey, but I'm like, no, I feel like no, he'd have the same kind of performance as Woody would, but like... He'd be much more like lackadaisical. Yeah, he'd yeah. be more like, yeah, I know, I kill it. All right, all right. I'm yeah. execute you, <laughs> and now I'm going to hang you out. He could potentially be... To see. Yeah, he could just be creepier if, if he's so like nonchalant about it and just yeah, like... They're both like, true you know, detectives. Yeah, they're both true detectives. Yeah, Good nice. point. But I think I settled on Viggo Mortensen. I think maybe he could do Ooh, that better. That'd be, be scary, great. too. When... Has Viggo Mortensen been a villain? Uh, you know? um, I, I think don't uh, I've ever seen that. I think what the prophecy movies. I think he plays Lucifer. Oh, that's fine. Prophecy, really? But I've only seen the first like one. Like the devil or a character named Lucifer? Uh, he's either the devil. I think he is the devil, but I think he's on. What is that like? We'll to have to cover prophecy at some point. <laughs> but he plays Satan. I think that's fun. Uh, it's there's that. I mean, he's not you the, and McGregor. <laughs> History of Violence, he's the protagonist. Yeah, he's getting darker yeah. and darker. Mm-hmm. I had to check in my head and make sure uh, you weren't meaning Ewan McC- McKellen. It was oh, Ian no, McKellen. Man. You yeah. said Ewan McGregor, I yeah. thought Ian McKellen. McKellen. I was like, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> However. Hayden Christensen. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto. <laughs> we just put Jared in whatever, just to see what he's going to do. This one likes to bounce above the water. That's funny. Okay. It's too, too specific. Jared Leto in Blade Runner 2049 talking about his little oh, robots. Oh, right, right, This right. one likes to float on, on the water. Yeah. I wouldn't cast Ryan Gosling as that. I feel like Jared Leto might be a good substitute for that, too. If we're going to Matthew McConaughey, we have to lean a little more into the weird. <laughs> Albert Brooks. <laughs> Who's he from, Tyler? I don't think I know Albert Brooks. The desert in Scott Hart. Uh, That's not helping. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Forget about it. He's also on Drive. Uh, uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. We've been recording for two hours now, just letting you know. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, this is going to be a meaty one. Yeah. Like chopping that one down. Eh, we, um, had some, we had some good parts. Yeah. We usually just, just keep most of it in anyways. Yeah. People look at it, and they're yeah. like, yeah, two hours, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all the podcasts I listen to are at least 
two hours, like an hour, an hour and a half. half. An hour and a half. Yeah, but I, I also that you you can expect an hour and a half from yeah. the podcast if you don't get back on your music album, whatever you're listening to. It's not an hour yeah. and a half. Long. Get back on your music. Yeah. Sometimes we have hour long ones. Sometimes we have two. Two. I think that's good. I listen to a podcast yeah. that's usually like it's gotten up to a point. It was like three hours. Now it's like four hours an episode. Oh, wow. But and they it's just talk so about one time, movie. Yeah. Mm. That's and the thing is we we could talk about this. Yeah, before. we're, we're like, going really pretty good. strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised. We haven't really touched on the slavery of the apes at all. No, I don't know if that's worth touching on or it happens. We don't like it. They yeah. know, you know. <laughs> I guess that's more. They is that more biblical stuff? Like because they're building like a. I mean, structure. If you're going with the Moses analogy, yeah. Yeah. they're building I the pyramids. Really thought about. Yeah. Then absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They're building the wall. Yeah, and he did, I hadn't even thought about that watching the movie, he, but there's such the let my people go moment. Yeah, he even stops, like Prince of Egypt, or like the movie, like he even stops an orangutan from getting lashed and takes it instead. That is so yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Which literally that happens in the movie. Shot, which didn't happen in, <laughs> in Prince, Prince of Egypt. Egypt. No. <laughs> they happened did. very off screen later. <laughs> it did, but... <laughs> that old man later died of natural causes that day, but because he was so old, <laughs> like he just shouldn't be dead. Natural. No, natural a natural sword through the chest. Then, um, you know, fell down an elevator shaft onto some bullets. <laughs> it's like it's Emperor's New Groove territory now. Fell down an shaft on some bullets. <laughs> There's a movie quote for you. What's that from? <laughs> One of the greats, Mystery Men. <laughs> I don't even know what that Wait, is. <gasps> what? You've you never know seen Mystery Men? No. Oh, what the hell? It's so good. <laughs> I shovel, darling. I shovel well. Gary Oldman, right? Uh, Wait. No, it's... Uh, Who is that? Uh, Jeffrey Rush. No. Jeffrey Rush, yes. Oh, William H. Macy. William H. Macy? Is that who you think of? The shoveler? You're, yes. William H. Macy. There it is. Another kind of Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Casanova Frankenstein call. Casanova more Jeffrey Frankenstein. Rush. I don't know what this is. The Disco uh, Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Eddie Izzard. We're going we're gonna to do this Eddie podcast. Eddie okay. Yes. Oh. All right, deal. Oh. <laughs> Even though it's not a franchise, we'll have to figure out how to talk about it. It doesn't matter. We do whatever we want so here. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I would take another one of those. I'd be okay with that. Nice. <laughs> Dark Phoenix. That movie's the best. Wait, what? <laughs> Dark Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix. From X-Men? You have to go in the woods to learn the secrets of superheroes from the Dark Phoenix. Oh, oh, it's right, 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 right. Kind of yeah, with West about, Studi. It's great, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I like West yeah, Studi a lot. I, I told was, you to junk it. Sorry. I think, I think me and Connor were both great. thinking of Dark Phoenix, like yeah. the movie, the X-Men movie. The X-Men movie. movie. For sure not. And For I was sure like, I was like, oh, you, you're, they, oh, you really were. like that movie. That's like the most specific take I've ever heard. <laughs> that someone is enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Like, not even that it's like, oh, it's I was like, thumbs up, cool, I'm happy to meet you. I don't like the way I'm being stereotyped right now. I like Dark Phoenix more. Liking the Dark Phoenix. <laughs> what, like... what is that a stereotype of? <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> I like Dark Phoenix yeah. more than most people, I think, and All it's right. only like because of like a couple. I feel like there's some good X Men fighting in it. Okay, like yeah. better than a lot of the other movies, the but that's movies. it. Like, is that the one Birdman. Birdman. Yes. Yeah, he's like cutting his wings off in the beginning. Oh, of Angel. Was, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's X two, I think. That's X three. X three. Oh, so I stand. went to high school with that kid. Oh, that's Last Stand, really. Yeah. Did he have wings? He did. Gigantic bird wings, <laughs> and we all made fun of him for it. Called him Pigeon Boy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was one of the people that encouraged him to chop his wings. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, kid. Cool. <laughs> We'd all do. Ah, oh, bullying. Okay. <laughs> Goodness, okay. uh-huh. Bullying is. We'd hilarious. follow him around with a David Attenborough boy. <laughs> that 
That was that was the real problem with X Men. <laughs> was the bullying crisis? <laughs> oh, look at me! I'm fast. Oh. <laughs> oh, you see my kids so making fun, making fun of this? Like you kids, ooh, I'm so fast. <laughs> I'm so How do you bully like a speedster? They just like pull your pants down and push you down faster than you can move. <laughs> if that was like the typical origin story where it's just like make, just like, like beating up Peter Parker but he's just really fast, it's like you can't possibly do it. No. Come on over here, read my mind, you freaking pants. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> You're not gonna like what you find. Yeah. Professor. Okay, guess what I'm thinking of, Dr. X. <sighs> yeah. it's, it's me in a chicken costume covered in shit. <laughs> Professor, Professor X just definitely, like, just allowed people, like, not allowed people, but he's just, like, sat through people, like, just treating him like crap all the time, even though he could have just, like, exploded their brains yeah. at any Absolutely. moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes him a hero in itself, just not, just having some restraint to let, explode it, everyone. It makes him have self-control. Well, Half about X-Men. Yeah, that yeah. was fun, though. I don't know how many more notes I have. I wrote an ape, uh, an ape cocking a gun never gets old to me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> or just apes carrying guns and shooting them in the air. I always like that a lot. <laughs> I have written down Ape Escape 2, Prisoners of War, which is fun. That's it. <laughs> That's my only note. It imagine? will become Planet of the Apes, and we will become your cattle, which does happen in Planet of the Apes, the first mm. movie. Or so the book, I guess. But He's right. They do hunt for humans at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, they do. Mm. Uh, it's more tie-in. Human hunt. Well, I like... My favorite thing about this movie, and the reason that I think that I connected with it so much when I saw it, I saw this movie three times in theaters. Wow, really? I just, like, couldn't get enough of it. I thought nice. it was gorgeous. I thought, you know, like, it's such a ride the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they did so well developing on the last two movies to get here, I thought was mm-hmm. awesome. And then they really just used this movie to, like, set up the original, which yeah. is, like, so interesting. Because, yeah. you know, the original, A, is, like... 1970s and it's got all this weird stuff that nobody explains in it but Mm -hmm. they decide to explain it which is cool and um the original five have nothing to do with these movies like they they have this whole other like story of how apes came to power that like doesn't line up with this at all so the fact that they play so much homage to the original Mm -hmm. i think is just awesome you know because it could have just been like oh our timelines aren't you know the same or whatever but um some of my favorites are uh of course the scarecrows were a good one alpha and omega do you guys know how that one like works into the originals no i don't remember at the end of the second one they end up with like the underground society of humans Uh that are like weird mutants and they have a bomb that's called alpha and omega oh, yeah the beginning bomb of the end. is like a thing that leads to the destruction of the earth okay and uh so then this you know woody harrelson character being called alpha and omega is mm. kind of like inferring that's that he's cool. going to create the destruction of the earth or uh, it's just like a fun little tie-in the destruction of humanity yeah mm. yeah of humanity at least yeah. yeah because he's really ultimately the one who did it mm. um and then nova of course is really the only reason that She's called Nova is because the original girl was called Nova. Yeah. It's not really she's not supposed to be young Nova or anything. Okay, like gotcha. That, I don't think. But you know, she is like the first. And I think it's it's fun because the original was about the first human who spoke and mm-hmm. this one's about the first human who was silent. Oh. And you know, unless she was a little boy and they called her Taylor, like, you know, having her be a little girl and being called Nova is like Taylor was the beginning of like humans, you know showing that they had intelligence, and then mm. Nova was the beginning of humans kind of going into slavery. You know, and I think that's great. You know, I am seeing kind of a way forward with this. We're talking about you want the, they're making a fourth one with, mm. I would like to do, like, Nova's POV almost, and just do, like, 
her aging? Because don't humans live a lot longer than, like, apes? Uh, I don't know in this universe. Apes live, like, 40 years at least. Oh, they, okay, yeah. they live a long time. I was yeah. curious, like, how long does an ape live? Because I was like, it'd be interesting to see what happens if she goes through, like, a generation and a half of apes. I yeah, feel like humans totally. without any yeah. modern medicine would live to be, like, 40. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, you just put them down. Die of two I don't know what's wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. And um, as... As sort of risky as the whole sickness that makes mm-hmm. people silent was, I thought that was such a great way to explain why people don't talk anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. the original were meant to think it's because they were unintelligent right. and, you know, it just been so many years of digressing mm-hmm. into not being able to speak. Yeah. I love the idea that there was, like, a sickness that made them mute. Mm-hmm. And that, like, at their core, they're still human, but... If they can't talk, they're not taught language. They yeah. just sort of become feral over time. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And this movie just like had a great way of throwing all these little things in there that really just like spiked the original one. Yeah, totally. Like they just made the original better. This is really yeah. It's like even though the the Rise of the Planet of the Apes isn't Matt Reeves, like he did like the fact that he did the second and third one, like the script was already really good. I think for Rise of the Planet of the Apes, it's my. Mm-hmm. It, We'll go into rankings a little bit, but uh, it's like my I still like it, but it's mm-hmm. probably my least favorite yeah. of the three. But it just really sets up this whole prequel idea really well, and it's probably the best like prequel series out of like any franchise that wow. I can think of. I I would you know agree with that because like what else have we got like Star Wars like prequels. I don't like those. The Hobbits. Well, coming coming like coming from him is that's that's a lot. Being like outweigh the weight. This is outweighs just, the Star Wars prequels. It just yeah. does everything yeah. like it just improves. You like the Star Wars prequels? Oh, he oh. loves them. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, it's because I've seen them so many times. Yeah, <laughs> you, there's no helping me. <laughs> it's all real, all yeah. of it. Yeah. The prequel lovers, the the apes. <laughs> yeah. Jar Jar saves the world. Jar Jar saves the world. Jar Jar legs. Jar Jar killed bad ape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Bad ape has got shivs hidden somewhere. Having the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. (laughs) (laughs) And then Qui-Gon can never speak again because he's a human. (gasps) (laughs) But he savers like you wouldn't believe. Darth Maul is actually Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. No! Um, But yeah, it just... Okay, yeah, okay. So Hobbit, Star Wars prequels... Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say, is the Fantastic Beast movies. Like, Mm. it's just like, this is, usually prequels just bring down the whole trip, like the whole franchise, but this really just only makes it way better. And just the fact that they brought it to a modern, like, filmmaking techniques and everything like that. Like, there's some shots, too, in the beginning where it's just like, you have a wide-angle lens on a dolly, and they're, like, dollying in towards uh, towards Caesar and and, uh, when Rocket first comes back with his son. Uh, with Caesar's son and like Rocket and him come up or Caesar and his son I forget who they walk up it's like a profile and the dolly's coming in and it's just like it distorts their arms in a way that it would like a human being Mm. you know it's just like very like what it should look like but just probably I know nothing about VFX but like just probably trying to implement all that like throwing a lens into like the program and everything to like make it look like their people just sells it so much better than if they didn't change or warp at all with the lens like they just do such a good subtle job at every like technical aspect in this movie that like even if this movie wasn't good I would still probably watch it pretty often uh now nowadays just because it's it just looks so the good effects, yeah. yeah 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 and it's not just the effects like the way everything's shot too they just mm-hmm. like, really knocked it out of the park in this one I think mm-hmm. yeah do, do we want to do rankings we've been talking for some time oh boy sure. well, how do you guys feel about the ending Caesar dies do we like it I, I am okay with it I love it yeah. So, yeah. It's the end of his story, and he's just like, yeah. 
he's pretty like he's kind of a he feels like he failed a little bit i guess in some way or i don't even know if he does he's just like it's more so that maurice is just cons- consoling him being like oh you got it sarah you did everything that you mm-hmm. ever set out to do and then there's like a little tear he's just like maurice is You're like right. the last line to him yeah. like, son will know what caesar did, did to his it. people and it's uh, like God, that looks so cheesy on paper but i, I love it and i'm crying yeah. son will know what caesar did <laughs> <laughs> And then he, like, kind of just, he dies, I feel like, because he can finally relax. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like he's finally at rest. He's like, okay. There's so many times where he probably, like, would have died if he let go Mm -hmm. earlier, but he just, like, kept on going because Mm -hmm. he needed to leave his people. Caesar's arc is, like, so complete at that point. Mm -hmm. And Caesar's, like, Not Noah's arc, but Caesar's arc. Caesar's (laughs) arc. Here they are in the desert. We're we're getting the rock monsters. 40 days before they get caught again. Uh, But he's just, like... He's, like, such this, like, haggard, like, old, wise ape. And then it's funny because if you, like, go from the end of that movie to, like, the first one again, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, this young, impressionable chimpanzee. Uh And it's, like, so great to see animation-wise, like, how much they develop this character, too. You know, like, as well as Andy Serkis being, like, on his A-game delivering that performance, Mm -hmm. the animators were, like, on their A-game creating this, like, haggard, you know, like, wizened character. Yeah, they do hell and back. So good, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's it's very appropriate that he dies and right at the right at the gates. Just finally, it's all over, and just be like, I'm just gonna lean against this tree, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna die. die. Yeah. Like, think it's over. This bums me out so much. Saying Circus wasn't nominated for either of these movies, mm-hmm. and just like yeah, even like behind the scenes stuff, the way that any of the ape actors work, it's just like that must hurt your face to like they like, contort their faces to look yeah. like apes. Like oh, there's wow. so many pictures of Andy Circus just being like. Yeah, obviously you can't see this listening to this, but he's just like, like <laughs> making a big ape mouth like the whole time. It's like that's gonna hurt your jaw. Like, I, uh, but just his performance. Mm-hmm. Is so I good. actually talked to somebody recently who worked on this. Oh really? Movie, and, and actually, they worked on the second or this one. Maybe both. They worked on both. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, "How is that?" And like the first thing they said was working with Andy Serkis and watching him act was like amazing. Yeah, and I was like, awesome. really? Like, in person, too? And they were like, absolute legend. I, and I was like, that's yes. so great to hear. Because you never know how much yeah. this comes out of the, like, yeah. police department. Mm-hmm. Like, we all want to love Andy, right. but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's so great. Like, mocap or not, I would love to see him, like, perform, like, on a set. Like, yeah, just be totally. working on a movie he's on, because it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, he's... I, I don't even think it's because he's super underrated. I just think he's also really underrated, but I... And, and he's a really great actor. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, final, final rankings? Sure, final, final rankings. What is final rankings? Final we're just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's another thing we're springing on you. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful! Here, Rachel, you can rank all of the Apes movies. Oh my us. god. Oh boy, alright. But, <laughs> I'll give you a minute. Uh, Connery, how are you going to rank these three? I'll take my time so Rachel can think a little bit. Yeah. So, I'm going to say, after some thought, I'm going to say it was War of the Planet of the Apes is number one for me. That is my, probably my favorite one. Because watching, I was like, this is actually really, really good. I like this more than Dawn. Then Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, because, you know, it's great. It's better than Rise. And then Rise last. So it's kind of a reverse order. I like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because I like Jason Clarke a lot in that movie. Too. And there's a lot of, like, interesting morality pulls in that movie, too, with uh, just Caesar not wanting to go to war and the people being, like, just making mistake after mistake. And he's yeah. like, you're really forcing my hand, you guys. I really like Old Ape City in that, too. When they're right. in the forest. Mm-hmm. City. <laughs> um, Ape City. Ape City. And just, like, the interaction between the humans and apes in that is, mm-hmm. like, more... Like, I like Jason Clarke and, and Caesar's relationship a lot in that. Yeah. But despite everything else going on. Um, 
but War of the Planet of the Apes, yeah, number mm. two. It's like very close number two for me. Yeah. Now. I think the only thing that, like I said before, is like putting that at two is just some slow segment in the middle with like, I don't know, I just, Woody Harrelson just didn't work as well yeah. for me, uh, which I've said like four times already, but it's just kind of like just the part that like, it just, it needs like, I was trying to think of somebody else like, oh, Christian Bale. It's like, nah, he'd be too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just hard to figure out because like you can't have someone who's like so enveloped in the role, mm-hmm. but it's just a really tough place, especially if you're going to base him so much like influenced by Apocalypse Now and stuff. Yeah. It's like just a lot to work with, but okay. And then Rise of the Planet Games. <laughs> Solid. All right. Are you ready, Rachel? Wait, so your order was Dawn, War, and Rise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Am I going for all of them? Oh, all right, you're go. going for it here if you can. Go. Here we go, ready? <laughs> Original Planet of the Apes, top of the list. Okay. Let's, wow. let's face it, it was made in 1968. Mm-hmm. They had to convince people to let them make it. It has stood the test of time. It's still great to watch. Mm. Fun movie, love it. Gotta put it, it deserves to be up there. Great. Next one, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. War of the Planet's right after, wow. War of the Planet of the Apes, I think, is, is our next favorite. I think it just nails the end of the series there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, sadly, we're gonna go with uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Nice. Yeah, right after War. And then, let's let's see, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, which is the one where they're at the prison, and yeah. everybody's okay. like, that one is really good. Through. It's yeah. so interesting, it's yeah. so wacky. It's like, mostly filmed in Culver City, and I gotta go look where some of that was yeah, shot. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it just, like, that's their sort of setup of how Caesar came to power. He gives, like, this monologue at the end that's, like, crazy. Uh, yeah. And another another eight talks. Ooh. And uh, and then Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And then oh wait, hang on. I would say Escape above Rise. Escape from the Planet of the Apes is gotcha. where the apes from the old place, like the the future Earth, come to old Earth, and there's this whole time future travel. Earth. It's really <laughs> yeah. complicated. Yeah. Uh, and then Rise. And then um, Battle for the Planet of the Apes is the last one. At the very bottom, beneath the Planet of the Apes, which is number two in the old Planet of the Apes series. And my biggest problem with it is that I think Brent should have figured out where he was 40 minutes before. <laughs> yeah, he kind of around. And he finds out at minute 43. Yeah. Like, it is too much time yeah. of him doing exactly what Taylor did in the first movie. Yeah, it's too much of a retread. Yeah. Nothing happens. <laughs> the fun yeah. stuff's all, like, in the last 20 minutes, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. like it when he does finally find Charles and Heston, because it's like, he's been the main character the whole time. Yeah. But then once Charles and Heston shows up, he's like, no, I'm the real main character. <laughs> and also, also, he's, like, half a foot taller than Brent, so it's just, yeah. like, also funny. It's just, like, instantly overshadowed. It's, but. like, really, and then there's, like, this weird psychic human element yeah. to it. Whoa. Totally yeah. Totally, like, totally bizarre. Wait, did you put Dawn, did you put Rise Above Dawn? Uh, I did put, no, no, I put Dawn above Rise. Or sorry, I put Rise, Rise above Dawn. Dawn. I did oh, put okay. Rise above Dawn. Rise with um, the Dawn. Uh, Dawn, Dawn's actually my least favorite. I, I really like it. Um, it's, I liked Rise, I like the way Rise set it up more than yeah. I liked. It's mm-hmm. a really great setup and it's like really yeah. hard to pull off yeah. that yeah. in the first episode. Like, just try, like the only thing I can really compare it to off the top of my head is like Force Awakens where, mm. and it's like, I feel like Rise sets up yeah. This trilogy better than even Force Awakens does. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking um, um, Jurassic Park two, oh. where it's like kind of that in betweener, like Jurassic Park. We're on the island; it's great. Jurassic mm-hmm. Park two, the T Rex comes to the city. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of this weird in between one before three, where we go back to the island and we're like more in Jurassic Park again. Yeah, um, what do you think of Fallen that... Kingdom, Rachel? 
the new ones. Yeah. Uh, I think they're so much fun. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think they're so much fun, and that's what they're intended to yeah. be. Good. And yeah. the originals, it's better. Yeah. You know, it was original. It came yeah. out back then. Mm-hmm. That was that was the first time that idea was out there. But I enjoy watching the new they, It has dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. People get chased. Yeah. At it has dinosaurs. Point, good point. At one point, a Velociraptor rides a T-Rex. Yes. Like, I'm yep. in the game. Yeah. You know? It's there. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to do those next year, because that's when the new one comes out. So, mm. yeah. Gotta yeah, line up, but I'd love to talk about those. Yeah. Uh, that's my ranking. Love it. Yeah. Awesome work, you guys. We did it. We conquered the planet of the apes. Are we wrapping Prequel up? Because franchise. I do have one more thing to Oh, too. please. Yeah, do it. Yes. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, so my favorite thing that I've discovered in all of this planet of the apes consumption of media <laughs> is um, the soundtracks to these movies. Oh, yeah. Like these, uh, especially, I don't know if it's the same composer for the first one, but two and three, I really like the music. Yeah, are Michael Giacchino, who just, um, and the best part is not the sound of the soundtrack because it is amazing it's that he phoned it in when he decided to name these tracks (laughs) in like the nobody's ever gonna read this screw it kind of mindset okay now i'm excited and i'm gonna read dawn of the planet of the apes i'm gonna read you name for name what the names of the songs are yes all right um number one level plaguing field What? Level playing, but it's the plague. It's Level the song at the beginning. Plaguing field. Wow, that's pretty cool. Number two, look who's stalking. <laughs> Number three, the great ape processional. That's like the formula. Mm. This has a star next to it. It's yep. what they're going to put out there. Mm-hmm. Right? Next one, uh, past their primates. Five, what the hell? close encounters of the furred kind. <laughs> I'm reading this off Apple Music. <laughs> Six, Monkey to the City. <laughs> Seven, the lost city of chimpanzee. Eight, That's along good. simian lines. Uh, nine, Caesar no evil, cure no evil. <laughs> Ten, monkey see, monkey coo. <laughs> Why did he do this? It's such a serious <laughs> movie. Why is he doing Why is he talking about this? Eleven, guerrilla warfare. Twelve, <laughs> The Apes of Wrath. <laughs> 13, Gibbon Take. <laughs> 14, Ape to Crusaders. 15, How Bonobo Can You Go? God. 16, Enough Monkeying Around. 17, Primates for Life. Uh, 16, Planet of the End Credits. Oh my God. And 19, Ain't That a Stinger? Jesus That's pretty wild. Christ. Look it up. It's Why did he real. do that? I don't, I literally, like, I put it on today. I was like, oh, listen to some of the music yeah. before this thing. And it came up and it was like, it was like level plaguing field. I was like, oh, that's funny. And then I hit the next one. I was like, oh my God, is this a theme? Dave did not mention, he said the score was really good, but he didn't mention the song names. No. Because <laughs> he thinks nobody's looking. <laughs> you know what? Nobody is. <laughs> you think nobody's watching, but they really are. But they are yep. now. Now, yeah. yeah. Jeez Louise. The shining, amount of... Shining a light on it. Now, uh, War also has some puns in it, but... But uh, not nearly as much. Not as much. Don is really where he hit his peak. Yeah. War, he, you can tell <laughs> he was so sort great. of running out of it. Yeah. And Rise, he took too seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was you know, he was being a real composer. Yeah. And now he's just like, let's just have fun with it. That's so great it's that, like, Matt Reeves probably saw that at some point. It's like, yeah, yeah that's fun. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> this one took so many people yeah. to approve that. 
They're like, yeah, just let them make monkey pun names. Who cares? Yeah. No one's going to listen to this. Everyone's listening. Everyone's um, listening. That and, you know, I'd like to donate my contribution tonight to Roddy McDowell, the only actor to be in every single original and then hop onto the TV show because apparently it didn't have another acting career waiting. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he played himself, he played his son, and I'm sure he played himself generations later. Yeah. He plays Cornelius and then Caesar. Oh, that's yeah. fun. And yeah. then, yeah, and then future generation his Cornelius, name I guess. Up. His name just, like, slowly moves up in the rankings every new Planet of the Apes movie. That's Fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. He's like the C3PO of the Planet of the Apes franchise. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, there's Roddy again. She's well, Rachel, you've been such an amazing guest. Uh-huh. We had so much fun with you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thank you. I no hope problem. we're able to cut this down into something. Oh, we'll see. This <laughs> has been so much fun. We'll probably not cut it down. <laughs> probably not. No, it's, it's in Connery's playing field. That what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, if anyone I know has gotten this far, text me and just say you made it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to plug, Rachel? Uh, oh, geez. Do I have anything to plug? Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at Rachel Does Life. I occasionally put up a pretty juicy Insta story. Ooh. Yeah. And I work right. on set a lot if you like that kind of a thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Tyami Vice for any photo shoots that I've been doing. And I don't know. I guess the occasional Instagram story. Uh, what about you, Connor? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you'll strike tabletop role-playing games, you'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's a podcast where me and four other friends play the Starfinder game. Over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. Check it out on uh, SoundCloud or the iTunes podcast app. Nice. There we have it. And follow us at FranchisePod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. And I'm behind all my TikToks. i got to make more TikToks. And you're fine, TikTok. bro. We do a TikTok dance after this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna we're make, gonna we're gonna do the floss. <laughs> I'm gonna make like a fun yes. TikTok dance to War for the Planet of the Apes. Yes. <laughs> Just said I had the time of my life as like they're being tortured in the prison camp oh, or God. something. Yay, prison camp! <laughs> that's what I said earlier. Something like you, yeah. you said, "Hooray to crucified apes!" That's oh, how that's how we started this episode. You said, "Hooray, prison camp!" Right. Let's go on a podcast. You said it'll be fun. <laughs> I'm gonna make it that won't ruin you. Yeah. I'm gonna how make could a, it ruin people's perception? <laughs> My last famous last words, bad ape fan cam. Bad ape Just fan wait cam. for it. Only fans. I like it. Bad <laughs> only ape. Well, Tyler, bring us home. Bring us home over the mountains that the apes uh, tra- traverse on. Yeah. Uh, how am I taking us home? You, Thank you, you to Grayson like... Hansen for artwork and Nick Boverka for our music. Yep. Connery's making a hurry it up sign. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying remember, remember more so. <laughs> remember who you are. <laughs> Followers will know what you did for this podcast. <laughs> but Rachel Shimko, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. And much yeah, like she's great. We're human hiding. Hey, bring come me back. back again. Come back for Jurassic Park or something. Yeah. Come back for no. There's another franchise you wanted to do. Right? Mystery Men. Well, <laughs> something else too. He's I like, can't I remember. Promise somebody else. For no, I haven't promised anyone Mystery Men. <laughs> In fact, we should assemble a mystery men team ourselves for Ooh. the episode. Oh, man. Exciting. The Blue Raja. <laughs> yep. Ooh. I don't know any of these references. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, the Stinker guy who's... Oh, what's his name? Stinker? Ben Stiller? No, he's he gets really mad. Ben Stiller? Yeah. yeah he's a... Uh... But there's a stinky guy, too. Oh, yes. Um, the boil? Or the spleen. Yeah, the spleen. There the you go. The spleen. Pull my fingers. Oh, God. What is this movie? You're love this movie. Connery, I can't believe it. It's It came uh All-Star came out for Mystery Men before it came out for Shrek. Oh, wow. It was originally on the Mystery Men soundtrack. Okay, well. So good. 
I have a lot to learn. But much like uh, Alpha Omega itself, this podcast is the beginning and the end. Yes. <laughs> Amen. It will be here of all time. So stay tuned for our next episode. TVD. <laughs> stay tuned. We usually drop from a trash. Is this a... Why am I spacing on his name? The composer for... I'm so mad with all these mystery mystery team thing. What what is this? Mystery (laughs) creating an outro. (laughs) Okay, goodbye everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Stop recording.